The season finale of Laced Up a Hockey Podcast is sponsored by Airedale Fly-In Fishing and Hunting. Visit www.outpostcamps.com and begin planning your trip to Airedale today. Thank you for your continued support this season and please enjoy this week's show. Man, talk radio. Yes, talk radio. So boring, man. Okay. Goal, and this crowd is finally able to get on its feet. Think about it, it really should be a tie game right now. Here's Stastny to Wheeler, side of the net, score! Tuga gets the goal, tie game! I am Bruce Vitaglia, formerly of Puck 77. Mm. We got can. Uh, yeah. Well, not really. I mean, sort of. So did everyone else there. Laid off, yes, if you will. Yes, we are free agents. So, it's interesting, right? Because, like, all these players hit the free agent market, and then they all get teams, and now we're free agents, and we're just all alone. I don't know when we're getting teams. There's no July 1st for us. It's, uh... No. Maybe we'll maybe we'll find a new website today. Maybe never. Who's if, to say? Uh, if you if you own a website, sure, and uh, you like what we yeah. offer, I'll I'll write hockey news for Airedale dot com for sure. Nice. Uh, yeah, and uh, it's laced up hockey podcast. Yeah, so Puck seventy seven made the decision today to uh, close its doors at the end of the summer. Um, so we still, I guess, technically are a part of Puck seventy seven for the remainder of the summer. But does the website have doors? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really sure how dial-up internet works anymore. No, me neither. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it is what it is. We had a good run there. We had a good time. Um, it's kind of interesting, and I thought about this today, and I, I don't know if you thought about this. You will be the only Stanley Cup champion nice. as a member of Puck 77 in terms of, like, your official team. Get I think there was ring, one other Blues guy, maybe, but yeah. 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 Uh, how's it feel? That's pretty cool, I guess. Yeah, from the moment that website started, the Blues just fucking trucked everyone in the West. The day the website started, Craig Berube became the interim head coach and Mike Yo got fired. And then, so like, that that website's the best thing that ever happened at the St. Louis Blues. Oh, God. That's, <laughs> that's it, That's then. the best that could have happened, yeah. Well, no, More yeah, no, they're, oh, fuck, they're not making the playoffs next year. But yeah. So it's kind of interesting, you know, it's going to be an interesting summer. I was intending to do some interesting pieces about the uh, the Jets and about a few mm. other things, yeah. and, uh, you know, I won't be now, but um, we, made, uh, we made a lot of good connections, a lot of good friends through the website, and uh, looking forward to next season, having a great deal of those, uh, of those Puck 77 folk on the podcast, because uh, some very talented writers there, for sure, mm-hmm. and... Uh, it is what it is. Our best go out to uh, to the founder, Josh Tesler, and uh, all the other editors, Justin Miner, Tony Ferrari, Chris Bradley. They all did a fantastic job. And uh, sad to see it go, but it yeah. is what it is. You know, 
it's a great opportunity and uh you know it's gone but um it's kind of like hockey it just keeps moving keeps changing landscape keeps uh shifting yeah i, I mean you're not far off i suppose but uh mm-hmm. yeah yeah no, no, no. great day for thunder bay uh it is uh yeah it's it's there was no rain in the forecast as far as i know and it is just thundering away yeah. So you're going to hear that in the background, but you know what? Uh, most of you live in Thunder Bay, so I'm sure you've. I'm sure you know what's going on. You'll figure it out. Yeah. Whatever. So whatever. You know. Figured we'd uh, lock ourselves inside on the only rainy day of my entire vacation and uh, do this. You hope. Yeah. I had a good vacay. That's Thanks good. for asking. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it was good. I was out in the middle of nowhere, and then I came back, and then I was drinking, and you know, it's uh, the body is. The body's feeling a bit rough, but wounded. Uh, yeah, wounded, and I still got more time to go. Yeah, because I I'm, I basically am off this entire week still, and then I don't really go back till like late next week. So it's another, great. Another it's, big weekend. Yeah, I'm like here, I'm like so. halfway through. Yeah, and we yeah. got the Blues Fest this weekend. We should talk about that. Thunder Bay Blues Fest. If you're um, in Thunder Bay, you're looking for something to do this weekend. Uh, hopefully, you already have a ticket to the Blues say, Fest because you're too fucking bad. <laughs> you're not getting yeah. in now. If you hang out uh, at McDonald's on Cumberland, you can probably hear uh, "Summer of '69" in the in the uh, throes of the wind. Yeah, that's the best it might be for some of you that don't have tickets. But uh, we have tickets. We will be there. We'll be there. Um, we'll be in the beer tent. Actually, uh, come say hi. Not even know. really. We'll be in the beer trailer. Ooh, we'll oh, be. Don't come we're say like hi there. we're hidden. Yeah, you can't yeah. get back there. There's. Uh, it's the best part of the weekend. True. This is just us and some beer and... A trailer. And some, you know, some quiet time. Even though the trailer is louder than all hell and you can't hear each other and talking. And a it, concert, but, yeah. But yeah, quiet it's great. Time. No, yeah. it's fine by me. It gets you out of the sun a little bit, too, which is one thing. Like, I'm sure a lot of the volunteers get a little hot, get a little sweaty. <sighs> We're in a refrigerated trailer for like five to eight hours a day, so... Yeah. It's good stuff. It's not bad. It's good stuff. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be good. Uh, Friday night, you got that Tom Cochran, Johnny Reed battery, which is one of the weirdest... Uh, that's in order, too. We got yeah, we got Johnny Reed is the headliner, and Tom Cochran is the opener. I wonder how that's going to go. That's just an odd decision, I think. But, you know, maybe if we were, like, in Scotland, home of Johnny Reed. He's but, from Scotland? Yeah. It's pretty cool. Or something like that. Oh. Some, one of them. I just assumed uh, one of them uh, US of A, but one of them British countries. Yeah, yeah, sure. And then Saturday you got your the, you got the Trues, you got Megan Patrick, you got Amanda Marshall, and you got Brian Adams. So that is just a, a star filled day. And then Sunday you got your fifty four forty, your Jan Arden, and your uh, Burton Cummings. Burton finish you off for the weekend. Yeah, these eyes. It's the second of the last three years he's headlined the Sunday night, and he's been uh, a third, a third of the fourth, second of the last four years, or. Second last three. You've mathed me out of this equation. Okay, well, anyway, he's fantastic. Good way to close out the weekend. Yeah, Uh, He puts on a hell of a show, loves coming back here. He's uh, very interactive, and I love it. I'm down. It's going to be great. Can't be bad. Uh, No, what could be bad is uh, a lot of the contracts signed over the past few days, so we really need to get into that. We need to dive into (sighs) that. Uh, Here on our season finale of Laced Up a Hockey Podcast, we have to be... um, you know, bright and cheery, I'm sure, to send you into the summer on a positive note. And what better way to be bright and cheery than to talk about my simultaneously favorite and least favorite time of the NHL season, uh, free agency. It's, isn't it always a weird day? I don't know. Like some people get excited it's, for it. It's a lot of fun because uh, usually, usually you think your team is going to be the only team not to make a mistake. And every other team's going to make mistakes. And traditionally, as a Leaf fan, 
my team's the one that makes some of the biggest mistakes. Uh, this year, I don't think so. Yeah, like, nothing, kinda, not a lot of money got thrown around. Like, they, yeah. I'm always kind of nervous on, you know, it's like, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And yeah, it wasn't wasn't bad if you're... For the, for the Leafs, no. Yeah. So what we're going to do, uh, we're going to change it up from the last episode. Last episode, we went team by team and talked about your team. And what we're going to do instead, we are just going to talk about every transaction that's happened. So uh, I'm going to read this list in order of they happened. And there's going to be some we're just not going to talk about because I don't know if you want to talk about like Kenton Helgeson signing for the league minimum on a two-way contract with the fucking Buffalo Sabres or something. I don't even know if Kenton Helgeson's still in the NHL or around the NHL. He was never in the NHL. I think that was a real name. Oh, I'm pretty sure it's a real guy. But anyway, um, yeah, so I'm just going to go down the list. We're just going to skip some and uh, no big deal. If you you feel we neglected this, uh, this player... You can tweet at us, and uh, maybe in September we'll rectify it, but probably not. We'll forget about yeah, it by then. So. so we're going to do the signings. Then we got some trades to get to. We've got a couple of more orders of business. I have a, a couple fan questions, and that's it. Nice. We're done. Let's get out of here. And then that's the summer. Summer. So let's try to do this as quick as possible. Nice. Uh, Brad Hunt to the Minnesota Wild. Two years, league minimum. Uh, really happy for Sam Tamlin on this one, and uh, sorry, John. Good depth signing. Uh, Travis Sanheim. 3.25 cap hit for two years to return to the Philadelphia Flyers. Good good deal. Nice That's a good bridge, bridge deal for, for Sanheim. Sanheim's yeah. a good... Uh, Sanheim is potentially, you know... I don't want to say, like, the, the focal point of that blue line because he got Gostisbehere, he got Provorov. Sanheim could be the X factor there because Provorov's been a little bit banged up. You know, if Sanheim has a good year, that, that could bode well for the Philadelphia Flyers, I think. You hope. You're a Flyers fan. Yeah, and ideally Kevin Hayes gets 40 goals this year. Yeah. Uh, Steven Kampfer, two years at 800K. Kampfer, ba- I barely know her. Ba- Boston Bruins. Yeah. Uh, the big one on, this is all June 24th, by the way, because oh, it's the day I left for, oh yeah, we got like a week left. Uh, that was the day I left for Kenora. So, uh, William Carlson, eight years, 5.9 million against the cap uh, for those eight years to stay with the Vegas Golden Knights. It is an awesome deal. It is. They're still over the cap. <laughs> like, they were over to begin with. Yeah. Before this went down. Yeah. This basically just took the whole David Clarkson's going to go on LTIR and threw it the window because this is basically just the same amount of money that David Clarkson was making anyway. So that's kind of cool. That's a, that's a neat way to just cancel that out altogether. Mm-hmm. Great value though. If if you know if, if you're a team looking for a. A guy like William Carlson, five point nine. I don't know. That's, I'd, uh, I'd take it. Sure. And I guess I'll mix in the trades. I guess we'll just go day by day and we'll sum up the day. Day by day. Day by day. Day by day. Day by day. By uh, day. The uh, June twenty fourth saw two trades in the National Hockey League as well. The first being the Dallas Stars acquired forward Ryan Hartman from the Philadelphia Flyers in exchange for forward Ryan Pitlick. Uh, Tyler Pitlick. Sorry. Um. What was interesting about this, is if you didn't see, is Ryan Hartman tweeted three days before the trade, two days before the trade, uh, that he was going off the grid. He was shutting off his phone. He was on his, He was out at camp on the Muskokas or Lake of the Woods or something like that, and he was off the grid, and then he got traded, and the internet freaked out and was like, does Ryan Hartman know he got traded? And it turns out he did know, but did he know, though? Mm. 
Mm-hmm. How like how long? It probably took a few hours to get a hold of him. I don't know. Like, do you think? Do you think Ryan Hartman was sitting there watching Young and the Restless, and his agent called, and he's like, "Yeah, you got traded." He was probably out fucking filleting fish or something. He's out on uh, he's out on vacation. You know how it is. Yeah, you know, rappelling down some mountains, and that's exactly it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Fine deal, I guess. Well, it, it is a fine deal, although the stars don't have Hartman. No. So, yeah. we'll get there in a few minutes, but... Uh, Spoiler. Yeah, Tyler Pitlick stayed with the Flyers, I guess? I think he was signed? I think okay. so. Yeah, so a weird deal. But it was just, like, weird circumstance, I guess, on that one. Chicago Blackhawks acquired defenseman Calvin DeHaan and forward Alexi Sarala from the Carolina Hurricanes in exchange for goaltender Anton Forsberg and defenseman Gustav Forsling. Ah, a couple of, couple of fours. It's a good deal for both, I guess. That's fine. I heard Herx needed some goaltending depth. Carolina gets out from under that DeHaan contract, which I'm not crazy about, but other people are apparently, and then they throw in a prospect to kind of move the contract. Um, yeah, whatever. Forsberg's fine. Forsling's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Whatever. Yeah. It's uh, some Euro trash and Calvin DeHaan getting moved around. So that's it. That's uh, June 24th. Good day, I guess. June 25th uh, looks like it's a, a much better day. Oh, sure. Uh, Cody Golubev to the Ottawa Senators, one year, 800K. <laughs> uh, Adam Clendenning, uh, two years to the Columbus Blue Jackets for question mark. Remains to be seen. Uh, terms of the deal were not released. I guess we could check cap friendly. I don't, I don't really care. Is it... Is it- Clendenning keeping it secret, or is it the Blue Jackets? What's the special about this? So, like, yeah, I don't, I don't know, because like the Blue Jackets definitely disclose the terms of a lot of their contracts. Yeah, we'll get there in a minute, but like, yeah, I don't know. It's a weird one. So, yeah, those were the signings on June 25th. There was one trade: the Arizona Coyotes acquire forward Carl Soderberg from the Colorado Avalanche in exchange for Kevin Connaughton and a third-round pick in 2020. I forgot this trade happened because, again, I was on vacation when all this shit happened. Uh, so I legit thought Soderberg was still on Colorado. That's a that's a good trade. Given what we know now about trades to come by the Avalanche, yeah. uh, kind of weird. Like, makes you think maybe they knew something was coming at this point. You know, a week out. I mean, Soderberg's just getting older, taking up a lot of the cap, and I thought I think maybe they intended to be more active on the free agent market than they ended up being hmm. and then certain other developments happen that didn't need to be but um i don't know I, I like moving soderberg i'm not i'm not super tied to soderberg um as an avalanche he had a good year last year but you can move on from him and be fine and uh, as we'll get to shortly they will be fine seems like it yeah i, I would imagine anyway so that's june 25th what, are, what were your thoughts short and sweet it was a good day. Uh, it rained in Kenora for me that day. Hmm. Uh, what day? What day was that? It was a Tuesday. Huh. Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday, June twenty sixth. We've got uh, Brian Elliott staying in uh, Philadelphia. Uh, one year, two million. Weird. Really weird yeah. to me. Hmm. Wh- why? I don't mean why is it weird. I mean why? Why make? Why do this? Is he the starter? All right. Well, yeah. Hurt. No. Yeah. Huh. I don't yeah. even know. I I don't even know who their like next string goalie is, but I don't know that Elliot's not worse than them. Yeah, I can't name anybody, but check cap friendly. See who they got under contract. I I don't know. Like Elliot did not have any sort of 
sticking point in Philadelphia ever. Like, he was just never amazing there from the from the get-go. Maybe he's got family there. Um. What, in the front office? <laughs> well, what the... What, they got Alex Leone. Alright, yeah, I'll give Elliot the edge there, probably. Uh, they have Jean-Francois Barube. Probably, ah. probably better than Elliot. Barube. So, and then you got... Kirill Ustimenko and Felix Sandstrom. Ah, feeling it. I'm just gonna. I'll make a bold. Pretty. I'll just say it. Uh, they're all better than Elliot. Wow. All right. I don't like Elliot anymore. All right. A good guy. Need a guy for the ECHL. He's a good guy. I just don't think he's a good goalie. Where's my? Where the fuck is Mike McKenna? Did he sign somewhere? Uh, he's a free agent. Oh dear God. Yeah. Someone better sign him. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, we're getting him on the podcast next year. Uh, Mike Riley. Not the BC Lions former Edmonton Eskimo quarterback, but the defenseman of the Montreal Canadiens. Two years, 1.5 per year. Sure. It's fine. It's like a 6, 7 on their on their blue line, so... Yeah. Whatever. Mike Riley's someone I will concede. Um, I, I really don't know much advanced stats or anything about him. I've never really looked him up uh, in terms of like how analytically he is. So all I know about him is what I see from him on the ice, and I think he's terrible, but it's a pretty small sample size, so I don't know. I think it's a weird deal, but I don't really know that much. Eh, so yeah. if any Montreal Canadiens could weigh in, uh, Canadian, well, Canadians, well, Canadian fans, but if any Montreal Canadiens are listening too and you could sure. weigh in about your teammate Mike Riley, uh, please let me know, because as far as I'm concerned, um, there's only one Mike Riley, and it's the BC Lions quarterback who potentially doubles as a Montreal Canadiens defenseman, because he certainly doesn't look like he's been playing hockey his whole life. Uh, so that's it for June 26th. Yeah, no trades. That was a good day. Yeah. Good day. I got drunk that day. Uh, I worked, for sure. Okay. Um, no, no, I didn't. Sure. I don't know. Where, where was I? Okay. I, I don't know. That's a Wednesday. Yeah, I gave that shift away, but I can't remember why. Sure, that's fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, June 27th, the Anaheim Ducks signed Sam Carrick. One year league minimum seven hundred k. Is it related to Connor Carrick? I think they're brothers. Cool. There are there are three Carricks though, and I think only two are related. Because there's Trevor Carrick as well. Never heard of him. He is a. He's in the Hurricanes system, like a Charlotte Checker, maybe. Hmm. Yeah. Go Checkers. Yeah. Chubby Checker. Chubby Chicken. Out of chicken. <laughs> no chicken, or is they just out of chicken? Uh, the the audacity of that guy in the line, you know what I mean? Like like, and he's on his phone. For those for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, there's a YouTube video of Popeye's chicken in Atlanta, Georgia, running out of chicken. They had this big sale, and so like it's this news story, and they're like they're like basically the cameraman is filming all these people coming through the drive-through and getting their reactions to finding out that there's no chicken. And it's this one guy they're just like there's no chicken, and then the guy's on his phone and he's like no chicken. Or is they just out of chicken? And then it cuts away. And that's his only appearance on it. Well, uh, hang, uh, put your phone down and listen up. One of the better uh, internet videos I've enjoyed yeah, in my life. Yeah, he's a big boy too, so, and yeah. All the chicken in the world is gone. No chicken? Chicken never existed, man. What are you talking about? There's never been... What the fuck is chicken? Taylor Fadoon, two years at seven hundred and thirty-seven thousand to the Dallas Stars per year, and five hundred, and five hundred to the Dallas Stars. Don't shortchange Taylor Fadoon. Fadoon, Fidun. 
what probably happened was it was a $1.5 million deal and it was going to be $750,000 a year. But um, Taylor Fadoon uh, built it into his contract that instead of having to pay a dollar every time he gets soda from the machine, that it would just take it out of his contract instead. So he gets free soda, but none of the other Dallas Stars do. That's like, that's a, a lot of soda. That's a money ball joke. It is. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. He's okay. I okay. actually I actually like that signing a little bit. Okay. It's a good depth defenseman. Not familiar with him. Yeah, he's fine. Okay. He's fine. The big one from June 27th. Uh, the St. Louis Blues, two years, 1.75 per year to Carl Gunnarsson wow. to stick around. Wow. I'm a little surprised. Not bad. I thought they were going to move on from Gunnarsson. Yeah. Yeah. But not f- like for that price. Why, why wouldn't you? Um, well, because they were putting him in the press box and stuff like that quite a bit. But I, 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 I mean... I like Carl Gunnarsson. Yeah, I... Yeah, I was kind of hoping the Leafs were going to get Carl Gunnarsson back. I mean, he was better than two of their other defensemen through the playoffs. How dare you. So... How dare you. I don't know. How dare you Sorry, say that. I guess. How dare you. Sorry. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like Carl Gunnarsson. Like I said, I was hoping, like, the Leafs or, like, even the Jets, they would have been a good fit there in Winnipeg, for sure. Like, they need some left-handed defensive depth at this point. From Sweden. They have... Sure. They have one, def- like, left-handed defenseman that's, like, good. So... You know, it'd be nice to have another guy in your lineup, but uh, whatever. What are you going to do? Actually, the Jets just need defensemen. I don't even care how they hold their stick. It doesn't even matter right now, but I have a trade to announce. The Carolina Hurricanes acquired forward Eric Howla from the Vegas Golden Knights for Nikola Waugh and a conditional fifth-round pick in 2021. Forgot this trade happened. The Hurricanes saw an opportunity to back the Golden Knights into the wall and take one of their assets, and they did it. And it's a good trade. Nikola was a decent prospect, but I don't think he's going to get to Eric Halla level. So yeah, he's also not costing Vegas anything at the moment. So that's the big thing yeah, for Vegas. Exactly. So they're more worried. No, about that. that's exactly it. Vegas need to make this trade, uh, and they get you know not an like not a significant asset, but like something in return. So um, if anyone was going to go, like Howla was going to be one of the forwards for sure. They were going to have to move. Otherwise, like we were saying last week, they're either going to have to move a bunch of little parts or one big piece. Mm-hmm. And um, they went the little part route as we'll, we'll keep getting there in a, in a little bit. But um, yeah, I mean, they got to do what they got to do to get under the cap. And uh, I think Howla is a fantastic fit in Carolina. I agree. That's, you know, seems to make sense. I, th- I think is going to have a, a good opportunity there, and, uh, you know, he's, well, he's finished, so he's got a bunch of Finn buddies in, in Carolina, and uh, just, you know, a bunch of saunas, and pancakes, and, yeah, it'll be a good time for him. Pancakes. Yeah, Finn pancakes. Yeah. 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 Sure. Uh, that's it for the 27th. Mm-hmm. It was a good day. It was okay. Uh, the 28th, we got a little more action. A little more action, Jackson. Jackson. Action Junction. What's the saying? I have no idea. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs signed Kasperi Kapanen to a three-year deal worth 3.2 per season. Thoughts? I'm a fan. I'm, yeah. I think that's yeah. probably what he deserved, and yeah. he got it. Yeah. There was con- concern in the first half of the year when Kapanen was doing really fucking well. And I was like, <laughs> oh shit, he's yeah. going to get like $6 million a year. And then the second half of the season happened, and it was like, oh shit, they should trade him. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the happy medium. It's like, yeah, this is a good bridge deal. Uh, he's probably at his worst, not worse, not worth much less. Yeah. At his best, he really isn't worth much more at this point. But it gives him time to grow, room to room to stick around in a lineup where he's going to learn a lot. 
and uh, I, li- I like it a lot. If he it's plays all of next year like he played the first half, he's probably worth the same as like a $5 million guy, and mm-hmm. if it's the other way around, then he's probably closer to a $2 million guy, so mm-hmm. yeah, this is pretty much the bunny. Another thing, I think it was important to get this deal done, because I think Kapanen is a guy who could have been a target of an offer, of an offer sheet, because I think, like I was saying, there was numbers to indicate that Kapanen might be worth over $5 million a year. And I'm not of that mind, but there certainly was an argument that could have been made to indicate that. And if Kapanen gets a four-year deal at $5 million a year, the Leafs are not matching that. Yeah, I know. So, yeah. you know. Uh, it was important for them to get that done, and I'm glad they got it done. I think it's a good deal. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs also signed Andreas Janssen to a four-year deal worth 3.4 per year. I love it. I love it. Okay. I fucking love this deal. Love it. Uh, please, uh, please explain. Oh, uh, he's. I love Johnson. He's so fucking good. He's awesome. Sure. I. I mean, like you know, they shouldn't have, but like I love him to the point where I would. I would have given him fucking a lot more than that if he need. If that's what he needed, I would have caved. This is why I'm not an NHL general manager. It's easy to be an armchair GM, but there, like, there's those little things where, you know, you'd probably fuck up. This would have been one of them. I love Janssen. I think he's a legitimate top six forward. I'm, uh, I, I like the term. I'm uh, a big fan of the four-year. You get that, uh, uh, you know, by the, time he's, by the time he's coming out of that deal, you get other guys to sign. He's probably... Yeah, I mean, if he sticks around in these four years and he averages, like, 55 points a season, yeah, he's going to, he's going to, we're going to lose him and he's going to exactly. get money somewhere else for but sure. We got him, it's not... We're not losing him in two. We're probably losing him in four, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's nice. Yeah. yeah, best case scenario, like like what what is the least amount of points you think he could put up in an eighty two game season where he stays healthy? Thirty five. Probably not even. Like yeah, okay, all right. I, I would say like forty maybe, but um, best case scenario, he he might be able to kick seventy one year. Yeah. So uh, to me, this is a you know this is a. Um, this is just a very solid depth signing where instead of giving money to a depth guy where you don't know where they're going to play in your lineup, this is a guy who is legitimately going to play in your top six. Um, he's not going to drive the line, but he's going to be incredibly complimentary to your stars that you have. Uh, incredibly complimentary, incredible, incredible compliment. He's going to do nice things for people. He'll be real, real, real cool and nice. Yeah, a couple guys coming up from the Marlies, uh, you know, sticking around, chasing down that uh, summer dream. California dreaming. Yeah. That thunder is relentless out there. The Chicago Blackhawks signed forward Dylan Sakura, two years, 750 k a year. I don't know who that is. Sakura. Sakura. Oh, uh, oh, Andre Sakura. Uh, He's a forward now, I guess. Sakura. That's... Check? I don't know. I'll yeah. look it up. I really don't care. Dylan Sakura. I'm going to guess he's American. He is uh, from Aurora, Ontario. Well, good for him. Uh, the Chicago Blackhawks also signed John Quenville, two years, 750K. I know who this is. Uh, he used to coach there. Um, <laughs> no. uh, that's, that's, that's fine. That's a, that's a really decent deal for, I believe, a former first-round pick, so... Good depth player. How many years now have they had a Quenville in the organization at one point or another? Uh, all, all of them. All of the years. 
And the final signing of that day, the Carolina Hurricanes signed their goaltending prospect, Alex Nedeljkovic, Nedeljkovic to a uh, two-year and potentially 737 k deal, although the numbers on this thing I'm looking don't add up. But I, I'm going to say 737 k um, Yeah, that's good. Did he, he play tennis? Had to keep him. Uh, Najo- you're thinking Djokovic. Dejo- Djokovic. Yeah, that's uh, Novak Djokovic. Ah, uh, close. Yeah. All right. Close. It's probably pretty good tennis, though. June. Uh, that was June 28th. So we also have a trade to announce. Two trades. Uh, the Colorado Avalanche acquired forward Andre Burakovsky from the Washington Capitals in exchange for Scott Kosmachuk, a second round pick in 2020 and a third round pick in 2020. High price tag for a signing rights kind of guy, you know, like the guy doesn't didn't come with any term, still gonna sign him. It's a particularly interesting deal considering it was like well known the Capitals were just letting him walk. Like you could have just signed him three years day three days later in unrestricted free agency. Yeah. So I don't know. But maybe there were other teams bidding to get the rights. They'd rather bid on having the protection for those days rather than letting other teams talk to him in three days. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just to have that security. Uh, regardless, I, I think it's a great fit. I think, I think yeah, it's it an awesome out, yeah, fit. Yeah. yeah, like, um, um, did they sign him? I don't think so. Okay. I mean, it, it's still it's still a good fit to me. And you know, they're clearly a team that likes to play fast and and you know, east and west uh, a little bit more than north to south. And you know, I, I think it's a good fit to be honest with you. Uh, for the Capitals, I love it. You got assets for a guy that you were just saying see you later. Yeah, in a few days. So, it's, it's some, uh, honestly, it's some, which is also really kind good. of it's also kind of bold that they were going to do that, but it is what it is. Yeah, like just let him walk. But well, sometimes you have to let the bird well, walk. Yeah, if the sure the <laughs> they shouldn't let the bird man walk. That's for sure. They should hang on to that guy. No, just just videos the bird. aside, but not not the bird man, just a bird. Okay. Uh, the other trade that day, the Buffalo Sabres acquired defenseman Colin Miller from the Vegas Golden Knights in exchange for a second round pick in 2021 and a fifth round pick in 2022. What a league we're in where Colin Miller gets traded for almost as much as P.K. Subban, but less than Justin Braun. What a world. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, a uh, it's fucked. The league makes no sense. And then there are teams out there. The Vancouver Canucks in particular, we're going to get there in a few minutes, that would rather give Tyler Myers $30 million than just give up a second-round pick to get Colin Miller. What? Or P.K. Subban, for that matter. Yeah. What? I don't know. What? I... What, do you, what is happening? The defense mark in this league makes no sense. What is a defenseman, really, at the end of the day? Who's to say? Yeah. Uh, there's your. That's June 28th. Uh, the boys came up that day. We got drunk. That's great. Yeah. Uh, June 29th. That's uh, that's that was another good day. I got drunk. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, signed goaltender Michael Hutchinson to a one-year deal at league minimum 700k. Love it. That's yeah, fine. Love it. You need it. Yeah, you need that depth. Sure. Yeah. You uh, you gave away your depth last year, and you got to kind of rebuild it a little bit, and. Still a position I would say they're arguably deep enough at. So, yeah. 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 I don't want to talk too much about Michael Hutchinson. Uh, Now, here's a signing we have a lot to talk about is uh, 
Toronto Maple Leafs signed defenseman Martin Marincin, one year, 700K. It's a lot of money to spend on a guy to sit in a press box all season. I don't, I don't know. I love Marty. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. Well, he, yeah. He, he takes an unnecessary amount of heat, I think. But um, he's a very smart defender who just doesn't really have the foot speed to play 82 games in the National Hockey League against uh, against these, A, against these other teams, but B, to play it on a team that is arguably the fastest team in the league. Like, it's tough because the Leafs play a high-speed game and then the play comes the other way and the other team's playing high-speed to, like, oh, fucking no. counteract. And Marty's, you know, looks like Aggie Berg back there, unfortunately. But I like him. He's very smart. If if the, a lot of guys get hurt, he's a good fill-in. Yeah, he'll get some games. Yeah. yeah whatever. I think, I think Babs likes him. Yeah, Seems to like him. Sure. So, uh, And the last signing that day, the Washington Capitals signed restricted free agent Mike Scarbasa. Two years league minimum 700K. Uh, TSN put it Scarboss, but it's Scarbasa. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know who this guy is. Scaramouche. <laughs> yeah, Scaramouche, Scaramouche. Well, you do the Fandango. Yeah. Uh, I closed my trades. Do you have the trades open there for that day? Yeah. I don't know what happened there. Uh, there was two. Okay. Uh, the first oh, trade... Oh, there it is. Are you going to go? Oh, you go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, the first trade uh, saw the uh, Colorado Avalanche acquire Jacob McDonald. And uh, the Florida Panthers acquire Dominic Toretto. That's a Fast and the Furious joke. Dominic Toretto. Is his, his, his I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it. His, his name is... Tonantino. Okay. Yeah, and I said Toretto. Who's Dominic Toretto? From Fast and Furious. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe people out there... Yeah, I, it was funny. You didn't appeal to me. It was funny. Yeah, that was for the people out there more so. It was for the people! Yeah, one more. I was born to make Fast and the Furious jokes. Yeah. Molded by him! One last Bane joke. Uh, the, there'll, the be, there'll be more. Yeah, you could have you could have made a Tarantino joke there, I guess. Oh, I could have. So what's his name? Toninato? Toninato. for Jacob McDonald. Yeah, I've never heard either of those people. Yeah, it's probably fine. Good for them though. I hope I hope I hope uh, they enjoy. I mean, one one thing I will say about that trade, they're both going to nice places. Florida's nice. Denver's real nice from what I hear. Yeah, whatever. Cool. They're happy. They're making money. Yeah. Be careful in that airport. Denver airport kind of sketchy. Sure. Uh, the other trade, the... Oh, shit. That's a big one. Forgot about that. Uh, I got drunk this day. Uh, the Arizona Coyotes... That didn't happen on the thir- 29th. It happened on the 30th. Liars. The Arizona Coyotes acquired uh, forward Phil Kessel, defenseman Dane Burks, and a fourth-round pick in 2021 from the Pittsburgh Penguins in exchange for forward Alex Galchenyuk and defenseman Pierre-Olivier Joseph. Thoughts? I'm real happy for Phil. Because mm-hmm. I don't think there's much uh, scrutiny to be had in the desert, and Not much. Uh, this is a this is a almost perfect fit for Phil Kessel, other than the fact that you know bigger boys don't uh, don't do so well in heat. But other than that, you know what? I bet they got some great Mexican hot dogs down there. Mm. Some little salsa, little, uh, you know, empanada. I don't know. Doritos Locos Tacos. Sombrero. Sombrero. Cactus. Da- daguila. A little bit of daguila. Ooh. 
Margarete. I, I, yeah. This is getting playfully racist. I, I, I think it's a I think it's a fantastic fit. This is a team that struggled to score goals despite being a highly skilled team. It's a team that has the puck more than their opponent on more nights than not. Uh, I think Kessel alongside Schmaltz is going to surprise a lot of people. I think that's going to be uh, a huge duo if they play together, and uh, I, I love it. I mean, I, Keller and Kessel will also be good, but you know, I think Schmaltz and Kessel, I think that's a great fit there. Coyotes make playoffs not as wildcard team, so there. That's, that's all I need to know. Okay. They um they they may need to get a little creative at center. I feel like they, they could afford to make a move still because um, as of right now, their centermen are Derek Stepan, Carl Soderberg, Christian Dvorak, and Brad Richardson. I'm not completely sold on Soderberg at center, especially on like a third line role in Arizona on a purely skilled team, but I guess we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Uh, Arizona also has very little cap space. They have 178000 as of right now. Ooh, baby. So uh, they uh, they need to get a little creative. I feel like there's still a move to be made by them this summer. I, I, I think there's one more trade coming. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't know what it is. Um, ideally, move out a couple salaries and sign Jake Gardner if I'm them, but that would be uh, a really good move, Jakey, Jakey boy. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a great fit. Um, but it is what it is. I, I, I like it. I, I think this is a good rejuvenator for Phil. I think, uh, and not that he needs a rejuvenator, but I think it's a good. You know, he doesn't need to. He's not getting any younger. He doesn't need to get, you know, yelled at by his teammates in the fucking media every day. He can just go there, play his game, score some goals. Uh, I think the thing with Phil Kessel is he's not going to get scrutinized for his defensive play as much there because Galchenyuk certainly didn't. Uh, a lot of these guys go there, and they're going to just kind of reward you for what you do bring. And well, uh, Kessel's going to go, and he's going to score some goals, and people are going to be happy. The reason Galchenyuk didn't get scrutinized for it is because by the time people figure out how to say Galchenyuk's name, he was gone. So, Hmm. Okay. Interesting. That's it for the 29th. Yeah. So we're almost at free agency. Almost. <laughs> oh, no. wait, I think we are. No signings Nothing on the happened on the 30th. Two what? trades. Two what? trades. What? crazy uh two trades on the 30th though uh well three i guess because the kessel trade happened definitely on the 30th but uh well four trades then uh the carolina hurricanes acquired a a goaltender james reimer from the florida panthers in exchange for goaltender scott darling and a sixth round pick in 2020 spoiler alert scott darling was later bought out uh so it's essentially the buyout problem of scott darling uh and a six-round pick for Reimer. Yeah. So Florida gets out from one bad goalie contract, takes on another, buys that goalie contract out, except there's no term attached to it, so it's not as painful. And uh, they did uh, do well with that money earned, uh, spending it in free agency later. Uh, I was surprised Reimer... uh, I mean, like there was whisperings that he was on the move again out of Carolina, that they weren't done, but uh, nothing... Nothing yet, so I mean, maybe they're going into the season with him on the team. I'm not sure, but mm-hmm. either way, it's fine, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I like it. It's a good. Uh, it's a good rejuvenator for Reimer. So, and whatever. Maybe. Matter. Florida. Like I said, I, Florida I, cleared up a roster spot. So. Yeah. I don't know what Reimer's future holds. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I'd keep him. Sure. Reimer and Mrazek. Yeah. They keep Mrazek. They did. That's it, eh? Yeah. Just Reimer and Mrazek? I think so. It's good. It's good. 
Uh, the uh, Chicago Blackhawks acquired forward Andrew Shaw and a seventh-round pick in 2021 from the Montreal Canadiens for a second-round pick and a seventh-round pick in 2020 and a third-round pick in 2021. So, uh, Shaw for three draft picks. What are you doing, Bowman? You can't just keep bringing the band back together and expect them sure to play the can. same song. Sure, it's like they're like a jam uh, band, man. man. It's just like there's like there's like forty players for the Chicago Blackhawks, but only twenty of them get together at a, at a single time. I I can't wait till Artemi Panarin is like forty two and he comes back to Chicago to make another run at it. Like you know, all the other guys have retired now, eh, big guy. You you don't have to do this. Ugh. I hate the Blackhawks. Remember how I said uh, Arizona had another move in him? Yeah. Shalmerson to coach to Chicago. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, you, you said it, and I believed it right away, like as if it just happened. And uh, <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm but I'm breaking it like anywhere from one day to two months ahead of time. It's it's gonna happen. Shalmerson to the Blackhawks. They don't even have room for it. They'll find a way. Neither does Arizona. A trade works for neither team. It'll be a three-way trade somehow. Fuck it. Let's do it. You good? You good on that one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I I, I, I love it for Montreal. Well, like, let's, sure. let's go. Let's go back to that. Like, I was never a fan of that contract. I thought Montreal shouldn't have made that move to begin with. Andrew Shaw never really was amazing in Montreal. He had a fantastic year last year, and they sold high on him. Kudos to Mark Bergevin, the man who I thought up until about three months ago was criminally insane. Hmm. So, uh, he's he's weird. He's weird and he, he's he, good. He will go down as one of the weirdest GMs of our of our time, for sure. Is he good? Is he's the Nick Cage of the National Ooh. Hockey League? Is he good? Is he bad? Is he a bad kind of good? The good kind of bad? Who's to say? That's you're not wrong. I that you've nailed it. That's the perfect reference. Mm-hmm. We are done. Uh, no more shows need be said. Uh, <laughs> We're going to start and end with Nick Cage. Yeah. Was the plan with this <laughs> podcast? Yeah. Uh, and the final trade before free agency started was a big one. The Anaheim Ducks acquired forward Nick Delorier from the Montreal Canadiens for a fourth round pick. How did Montreal get a fourth round pick for that guy? Just raking in picks. Good for Montreal. Picks on picks on picks. Montreal had a good day. Cleared up some dead weight roster spot and got four fucking picks. That's a good day. Going to have a big draft next year. Sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. You ready? Free agency only took like 45 minutes. We yeah, got there. Let's, 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 let's do go. it. The, the, the lightning round, yeah. Boston Bruins, three years, $1 million a year to Connor Clifton. Fine. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs, one year, seven hundred k to Jason Spezza. Love it. Yep. Let's Love it. Go. I, 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 my jersey is in the mail. Car- uh, Calgary Flames... One year, two point seven five million to Cam Talbot. Hate it. Uh, hate it. Hate it. Why? Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. <laughs> You're. I would rather them have given four fucking years to Semyon Varlamov than one year to Cam Talbot. You tell me you couldn't get Talbot's Mike, done. You, you, you couldn't get Mike Smith at the same. Sure. Deal? Yeah. Smith took less than this. <laughs> You'd rather have Talbot? No, yeah, I know. That's uh, insane! Uh, I hate it. I hate GMs. I hate it. I hate July 1st. I hate it. I hate contracts. I hate it. The, oh. 
My sweet, sweet boy, Ron Hainsey. One year, 3.5 to the Ottawa Senators. I get a raise. I, I, okay, I love it for Ron Hainsey. Because sure. boy, do I love me some Ron Hainsey. I've, I've been open about it on the podcast. Build the fucking statue of Ron Hainsey fighting Chris Wagner in front of the fucking Scotiabank Arena. The fight didn't happen there, but the statue should go there. So, so, so one year deal. So we're getting Ron Hainsey the deadline. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. yeah. Retained yeah. at fifty percent. Right. Yeah. At one. Okay. Yeah. Hundred percent. No, but like honestly, I I don't hate it for Ottawa because I think that is the plan though. I think it is to retain half at the deadline, and I think they're buying a draft pick by signing Hainsey. Because ah. I I don't. Other than the money, Hainsey has no reason to go to Ottawa yeah. to play his last year in the uh, National how do you Hockey League. Him to come there if he knows what he's getting into. To me, this is a wheel trade. You will find your team at the deadline because um, Ron Hainsey is still a serviceable NHL defenseman. Yeah. As much shit as he took as a Toronto Maple Leaf, um, he would have been a flawless third pairing defenseman on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Perfect third pairing defenseman. Problem was he played twenty four minutes a night. <laughs> that was the problem. So, yeah, give him way less minutes, like 10 less minutes, and he is great. Yeah. So, I like this for Ottawa. I actually, I do like the signing. I think it's a good signing. It's way too much money. But if you retain 50% of the cap hit, then it doesn't matter. Sure. So, yeah. sure, I don't hate it. Uh, Marcus Granlin to the Oilers, $1.3 million on a one-year deal. Sure. Ooh, 1.3 millimeters on a one-year deal, actually. Hmm, interesting. That's a... You see the good Grandland or the bad Grandland? Not a lot of money for an NHL player. That's the bad Grandland. Ah, yeah. Not not the Finnish uh, stamp Grandland. I see. The what? The good ones on a stamp in Finland. Is he really? Yeah, that goal. Lacrosse. Oh yeah. shit! That was him. Yeah. You sure that was the good Grandland, not the bad yeah, Grandland? Scored that one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So the bad Grandland goes to Edmonton. But it's fine. Whatever. Edmonton's got to try something. He might be this year's Toby Reader. Play seventy-two games and not get a goal. But nice. Yeah. Over under. He didn't get signed. <laughs> I don't think. Um, Shocker. Tyler Myers, five years, six million a year, thirty million dollar deal to the Vancouver Canucks. Somebody was going to do it. Uh, it so. It's 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 almost a good signing in the sense that uh, there was rumors that Myers was going to get like eighteen more million dollars than that. Yeah. So, um, I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. It's fine. I don't. Like I don't hate it necessarily. You're gonna, you're, gonna, but you're gonna hate it in years four and five. Probably. It's, it's fine. Yeah. If if not you, then someone else is gonna pay that. So yeah. If you need them that bad, shoot your shot. And here, what here I was hoping the Leafs or the the Jets would somehow convince Myers to come back for like a year or two at four million a year. Yeah, pipe well, dream didn't happen. Didn't happen. Yeah. Would have would have been leaving about twenty eight million dollars on the table for that. So. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's fine. I mean, Vancouver. Vancouver has a lot of good things going for them, but they continue to load up on these mid to early 30s guys uh, on way too long of contracts or way too high of money. Yeah. And their near future cap situation is kind of a mess for no reason. So, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Corey Perry. One year, $1.5 million to the Dallas Stars. Don't they already have, like, Corey Perry, but younger than Ben? Uh, what's Corey Perry going to do for Dallas? Uh, hopefully score 20 goals. No. Come on. Hopefully, I say. Yeah. I didn't say he would. 
Uh, but yeah, no, yeah. he's he's going to come in. He's going to get twenty goals. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. Like that's the hope. I mean, uh, the weird thing about this signing for me was not so much the fit. Like the fit is fine. I guess it makes sense. Like a, a veteran forward. You already have a lot of them, but whatever. That's like what I mean, it just seemed like it, it's yeah. depth on a team that definitely, definitely, definitely needs some depth because I don't love their bottom six at all, to put it mildly. Um, Corey Perry said he's always wanted to play for the Dallas Stars. That's kind of weird. It's a weird. Is it from like Coburg or something? Yeah. It's a. You know. He just. It's not like he's from the same hometown as Mike Medano or something. Did you just love how he looked in his London night green that he had to, you know, wear more green? Pierre McGuire with the with the uh, London night <laughs> reference over here on thirty six year old Corey Perry or whatever. Um. Tampa Bay Lightning signed Luke Shen, 700k one year. This guy's still going, huh? It's pretty cool. Good for him. It's pretty cool. Actually, I, I'm kind of happy for him. It's kind of cool. Uh, the, the thing that I thought of as soon as he signed that contract was, Luke Shen's going to get a cup, isn't he? Mm. <laughs> like, God damn it. Full circle. Yeah, whatever. Uh, okay, here's the big one. Matt Duchesne to the Nashville Predators. Seven years, fifty-six million dollars works out to eight hundred million, or sorry, eight hundred million. Yeah, it does. It does work out to be eight hundred million a year. I love it. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. it's hilarious. Oh, okay. It's hilarious. Oh, it's so funny. This is bad. Oh no, uh, yeah, it's it's bad, but it's hilarious. I mean, it's bad, but it's not like I don't like the fit. I think the money's still right because I think he was going to get that regardless. I don't think it's a bad contract. Um, what I don't love is having, um, you know, motivation problem Ryan Johansson and motivation problem Matt Duchesne as your one-two punch at center. How awkward is it when they uh, when he meets uh, Charles for the first time? <laughs> wow, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> That's kind of fucking weird. Hey, man. Hey, man. Yeah. Thanks for letting me borrow your place in Ottawa while you were gone. Can't wait till tourists get traded. Yeah, well, that too. Yeah, I don't know. Abs? I don't. Um, I mean, Nashville has problems scoring goals, and so Duchesne, does Matt Duchesne Duchesne helps you create offense mm-hmm. um, because they don't have a lot of skilled forwards on this team, like like two maybe that I would say are a pure skill forward. It, it, it helps in that sense, but the, the problem to me is, like, you know, this team traded their best defenseman because they have problems creating offense. And if you're not defending as much, you're going to create more offense. But if you can't defend as well anymore, like, I don't love their goaltending, and I've been on the record about saying that in the past. The issue to me is they need to limit the opportunities against. And trading P.K. Subban doesn't help for that at all. No. So you're putting a lot on Dante Fabro's shoulders this year to step in and to play top four minutes and to play them well. Maybe long term this works out. Short term, I don't think that this honestly... I don't think Nashville got any better this offseason. I think they got worse. And I'm not saying that they fucked it up. They needed to do something. Because clearly what they were doing wasn't working. Yeah. I don't know if they picked the right something. No, that's interesting. I mean, like... He's 
It was probably uh, probably probably the best centerman available at the end of the day. For sure. So for sure he was. If you want to look at it from that perspective, then it, it's not like there was somebody that they missed out on that they could have had that was going to be better than Matt Duchesne. And if they really felt that center was the way that they had to go to address their own needs internally, then I guess you have to give them the win in that regard because, you know, that's how they see it. Um, I guess the problem is that a lot of us don't see it that way. And, right. Um, well, if Matt Duchesne can get back to being the Matt Duchesne that, you know, made the Olympic team somehow, uh, then this is a pretty good signing at $8 million a year. Yeah. But I haven't seen that Matt Duchesne since, you know, before he made the Olympic team. So I'm not crazy about it. But he had a good year last year on Ottawa, that which was a team that, you know, didn't give him much help. Right. But he was fine in Columbus. Wasn't Yeah. He had a good amazing. playoff. Yeah. He had a good playoff, which, you know, killed some of the uh, quitter narrative, but I think there's still some there until we see some more out of him. I, I, I you know, there's uh, there's definitely some things about Matt Duchesne that I sort of wonder about, but yeah. um, regardless, I, I I do wish him all the best because I, I do like Nashville. I want them to do well, but I don't I don't love these I don't love these decisions this off season. I'd rather have PK Subban at nine point two I think than Duchesne at eight, even though it is a positional need. But that's fair. Okay, uh, the next biggest trade of, or sorry, signing of the entire offseason, uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs, two years league minimum for Kenny Agostino. Love All it. Right. I love Agostino's. It's a great deli. Um, you know, I go in, I get the, I get the Joe Willis sandwich, you know, you get the prosciutto, you get the hot Genoa, you know, you get the sun-dried tomato turkey, a little bit of jalapeno Havarti, and then the La Bamba sauce and a little bit of, a little bit of mayonnaise if you want. I'm a more mustard guy myself. And I get it on the Chabot. Not uh, not the long sub, which I think Joe does the long sub. I get the Chabot. The problem is with the Joe Willis sandwich, you need to drink a lot of water before you eat it. Because as I told you, that's a salty sandwich, right? Like I, I told yeah, you, it's, it's on it there. A lot of salt, for like, sure. Yeah, I remember I was at work one day. I went there on my lunch, and I ate it. And I legit took a break again, like after like an hour. I'm like, I got to drink some water. Like This is kicking the shit out of me. It's a salty sandwich, and you need to be prepared to eat it, is all I'm saying. He's a salty guy. Kind of makes sense. It's a good sandwich. Bad guy. Um, the Ottawa Senators signed Tyler Ennis to a one-year 800K deal. Sick. Nice. Yeah, I didn't love it either. You have some thoughts about this, I think. Well, I'm just kind of curious. Like, I thought Ennis played himself into a, a bigger payday based on last season. I thought he'd get a couple years, two million a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the beyond that, if this is the price for Tyler Ennis, well, does did he not like his time in Toronto? Did did he want to walk away? Because you you can't tell me the Leafs would rather have Kenny Agostino for a hundred grand less than Tyler Ennis again. Hmm. Mm, I don't. I. Uh, I mean. Agostino's an unknown in the sense that you don't know how he's going to fit in on your team. The same thing was with Ennis a year ago, right? Like, anytime you bring in a free agent, you don't know necessarily it's a fit. You don't. You never know that in any sport. I, I, I kind of like Agostino better because Agostino's a little more two-way. Um, Ennis is a, just a straight-up, you know, offensive player. And, you know, he only got 18 points in 51 games last year, so it's not like he was, like, fucking breaking the world or setting the world on fire or anything like that. Uh, Agostino, I think, is a guy that they see can can kill penalties on a team where they don't have a lot of guys anymore that can kill penalties. Like, Connor Brown's out the door. 
Uh, Zach Hyman you don't have for the first half of the year next year. So they need a little bit of depth there because as of right now, the only real forward that they have that is for sure a penalty-killing forward is Mitch Marner, which I also don't love, but that's an argument for another day. So to me, I think Agostino fits in there. You could, At least he's someone you can kind of kill penalties. He's still fast. He's a little bit younger than Ennis, you know, so yeah. there's that. I, I, I like I like Ennis, and I like the Agostino signing. But, uh, yeah, I'm surprised Ennis couldn't get more somewhere else. Surprised, like, Edmonton wasn't a team looking for him because, A, he's sort of a fit. B, he's from there. Yeah. So, I kind of expected Ennis Maybe to, to be fit there. Uh, about Ottawa? About uh, Edmonton. Oh, well, I wouldn't go to Edmonton either, yeah. but I just figured he might. Ah. <laughs> I, he couldn't pay me $4 million to play there. Yeah. I could use the money. I'd do it. Um, the Dallas Stars signed Joe Pavelski three years, seven million a year. So basically, just Patty Marlowe two point oh, uh, three year deal for it, it's, aging vet. It is a it is a better Patrick Marlowe contract for sure. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's the same idea. I, I don't think the third year is going to be phenomenal. Uh, I don't think he's going to fade off the way Marlowe did. Like I think I think Pavelski definitely plays the third year of this deal. Um, but Pavelski and Dallas, alongside Sagan, I think he's going to be a high 30-goal scorer next year. I think he's going to have a really fucking good year in Dallas next it. year. And I think, I think this signing does make Dallas much better, which is not something that can be said about a lot of these signings. A lot of these signings are very much uh, who knows. Pavelski's been around long enough. He, he knows the game. He's a veteran of the game. He's a professional. I think Pavelski goes and just compliments what's already going on. And to me, that's I think I think he's going to get 35 goals next year. I could see it. He'll have a good year uh, if he can find the chemistry, uh, like you said, with Sagan. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm just I, – I think Dallas is in a position where we obviously know about the comments last year by the owner and everything. And uh, I think they're trying to – not rush, but they're trying to shoot their shot here. They're, you know, the, the window's not exactly open, but you know, it's 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 there. The division's in a in a weird transition at the moment. You know, the Jets and the Preds aren't the mighty, you know, guys that they were at one point, and I think Dallas is thinking that this might be, you know, now or never kind of thing. So windows open. Yeah. 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 It is there. I mean, like, uh, I I wouldn't be completely shocked next year. If in that division it's uh, Dallas and Colorado one two, and uh, you know I, I think this is a great move by Dallas. I'm, I'm a little surprised that Pavelski took Dallas of all places. Um, I thought Pavelski, and I, my prediction was Colorado for Pavelski, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess Dallas is close enough, and he saw the opportunity, and he's going to try it out. Maybe he always wanted to play mm-hmm. in green for the Dallas Stars. Right. Yeah. Alongside Corey Perry, uh, the Florida Panthers signed Sergey Bobrovsky seven years, ten million a year. It's uh, seventy million dollars. Ten, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty. Yeah, it's seventy. Uh, I thought he was going to get more, mm-hmm. to be honest. But mm-hmm. yeah, okay. He's not even. I like. It was all this talk about how he's going to be the, you know, the highest paid goalie in the league now and took Columbus on this run through the playoffs and all this and he's he's getting paid but he's not the highest paid goalie so yeah I'm 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 hey power to him they're trying yeah I guess so you put asses in the seats somehow Re- really skeptical about this myself but 
Um, why, why ever would that be? I have long been on the uh, goaltenders going to new teams is not necessarily going to be as simple a transition as everyone thinks. It's not quite as simple as just stepping in and stopping the same shots you always have. A new system in front of you, new teammates, new arena, new crease. Doesn't new, doesn't always translate. New crease? No, that was more just a oh, metaphorical. I see. It doesn't always translate. And to be the biggest free agent signing of a goaltender of all time by a lot. Um, especially a guy who is not carry price level. Uh, I'm skeptical to give him carry price money, for sure. Um, I like Bob. I like the Florida's trying. Um, hopefully there will be some people at least watching these games now. But, uh... I, I'm not crazy about it. I really genuinely hope it works out because I think it'd be really cool. Yeah. But um, it's one of those things. I think um, he's either going to have like a 195 goals against average next year or like a 295 and it's going to, one way or another, this is going to either be a home run or uh, or the third out and the bottom of the ninth here on this team because uh, they are in... Some hot water if this doesn't work out, I think. It's got to cost uh, Roberto Luongo and James Reimer their jobs. So, yeah, it, it better work out. Uh, Mike Smith, one year, two million Edmonton. Now that's your bargain goaltender deal right there. That's what you're looking for. So, not bad. And you know what? No, honestly, if, if, he has, if he has a solid... He's getting old, but if he has a solid go in Edmonton for, their, uh, for this year, could be a steal. Yeah, probably won't be, but could be a steal. There it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I. Look, if we're trading Cam Talbot for Mike Smith, give me Cam T- or give me Mike Smith. Don't give me Cam Talbot. It's fine. Yeah. You need someone other than Koskinen. You do. And paying them two million is a bonus. You weren't bringing and, Cam Talbot back. And having it be a guy who can like keep his fucking head. Is even better, man. So, can you imagine the outlet passes from Mike Smith to Connor McDavid? I hadn't even considered that. That's actually game. Changer. I like that even. Yeah, that's that's actually a, a factor. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, it was one of the cup. He's the best puck moving defenseman on the Oilers by a lot. Oh, that's yeah, insane. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. He's he's like the third best puck moving defenseman on the Flames, who have good defense. Yeah. Yeah, you you know that coaching staff just walked into the the uh, uh, Holland's office uh, June thirtieth. Like, all right, I can't work with these guys. No one can get the puck out of our own zone. Get me someone who can. And Ken Holland, he's thinking big picture here. Says, I got just the guy, Mike Smith. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Don't make the defenseman get the puck. The goalie will get it. You guys just stand to the side, get out of the way. And that's probably the best thing for the Edmontoners at this point. So. The Oilers um, also bought out their best puck-moving defenseman, and he went to the Dallas Stars. Uh, Andre Sekera, one year, $1.5 million. Not bad. Good pickup. Yeah. I like it a lot. Really good, good depth defenseman. Um, yeah, because uh, the Oilers were a lot better when Sekera was healthy, uh, but apparently the Oilers are just mad that Sekera gets hurt and figured they would buy him out. Hmm. So, damn you, Sekera, for getting hurt. 
Yeah. The Florida Panthers signed defenseman Anton Strong. Jesus, that's what the deal was? What? That's Is that real? Yeah. Five and a half, three years. I thought it was like a one-year, two-million-dollar signing. Nope. That's terrible. He's getting paid. That's awful. The Florida Panthers signed defenseman Anton Strawman three years at 5.5 a year. It's not great. It's 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 really bad, but that's fine. Yeah. Whatever. Maybe uh, I'm not cheering for the Panthers, so maybe, I don't maybe care. Maybe Bobrovsky needed a f- Bobrovsky. Yeah, something. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Curtis Lazar, one year, seven hundred k in Buffalo. Hopefully, there's some good uh, All the burger McDonald's joints in, in, uh, in Buffalo. Are... What's their AHL team? Rochester. Yeah. Hopefully, there's some good burger joints in Rochester. The Minnesota Wild signed forward Ryan Hartman two years, one point nine million. Nice. The guy that was lost in the wild mm-hmm. is now on the wild. I'm James Cole. Puck seventy seven. Oh no. Uh, weird. What a is Ryan Hartman's the weirdest player in the National Hockey League. He's a normal guy, <laughs> but like, he goes from Chicago. Decent depth piece there. The Predators give up a first-round pick to get a debatable third-line winger. He goes to Nashville. Does nothing while he's there. Gets traded to Philadelphia for Philadelphia's, like, fan-favorite player, Wayne Simmons. It's like, okay, at least we got Ryan Hartman. Gets traded to Dallas for free. And then Dallas lets him go for free. The hell is up with this guy? Go wild, I guess. So he's, yeah. he's like Steve Downey. It's like none of this makes any sense. <laughs> Steve Downey. This doesn't make any sense. Something going on with this guy. I'm, I'm a little skeptical here. All right. I have my doubts. You. uh... <laughs> yeah, a uh, friend of the family, Jordy Ben, got a two-year, uh, two million dollars a year. Jordy Ben. Two's all around. He gets to go play defense with Tyler Myers in Vancouver. I don't think Jordy Ben's very good, but um, I, I, I'm, I'm not. I can't go much further into that. It's fine, given the circumstances. Uh, Detroit Red Wings sign Patrick Nemeth two years, three three million a year. Got to pay somebody. It's, it's a little steep. You got to pay somebody. I like Nemeth. I think he's a decent shutdown defenseman. Yeah. On a third pairing or maybe a fourth pairing, but yeah, 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 whatever. The Montreal Canadiens uh, sign Keith Kincaid one year, $1.75 million. Now, what I think is funny is that the Montreal Canadiens have the best goal in the NHL, one of the most athletic, technically sound, uh, just calm goaltenders in the league, and their backup is Tim Thomas without the puck stopping. Just flopping around, sliding side to side. Looks like he's never even been shown how to like <laughs> stop in the net. It's crazy. He, he he's He's fun to watch. When he stops a puck, which is not all the time. Yeah. Uh, he has potential to be like a McElhaney type, maybe. Carve out a, a career One here, day. but... Well, but you get, you walk before you run. That's what I mean. Like, he, I'm not I'm not, I'm not, not in love with him. Okay. Uh, the... Ooh. Uh, ooh. The New York Rangers sign Artemis Panino, the bread man. Seven years, 11.642 per year. $81.5 million. They're making the playoffs next year. You know, uh, 
everyone knows it's it's never been a mistake to sign a Russian to a long-term big money contract in New York. So I'm sure this will be fine. That could have been about any of their teams, too. Exactly. Yeah, um, I don't know. I love it. I think it's great. I think Panarin's fantastic. Uh, maybe shouldn't be the highest paid winger in the league, but uh, probably won't be in, a, in like two months when Mitch Marner gets $14 million by uh, way of an offer sheet. I like it. Uh, yeah, it's fine. I like it. I, I think. I think. I think uh, they got really, really good over the last month or so. Uh, they were on the right course, and they they made a lot of moves that were low risk for them. I think in a way, um, they didn't give up a ton to get Truba. They got Truba. They got Capo Caco because they won the draft lottery. They got Artemi Panarin for for money, but for free. It's great. Yeah. No, it's it's I like I like the league better when the Rangers are competitive. Me so. too. Yeah. I I'm big. Uh, I like the Rangers. I'm just down. I, I, it's a lot more fun when they're fun. Yeah. I like hearing that goal horn, hearing MSG go nuts. You know, low key thing I like about this, kind of gives Henrik a little hope here. True. I'll, which I, I'll which jump I like. on that bandwagon. Yeah. yeah. Gives Henrik a little bit of possibility here, so I don't hate it. Good. Yeah. The Rangers, uh, unfortunately, they had to sign Panarin, uh, but they, it did cost them John Gilmore one year, seven hundred k to to Buffalo. Hey, you know what? John Gilmore gets to go play in Buffalo uh, just like his dad legendarily did. So that's great. Is that his son? I think so. Yeah. I don't think it is, but okay. Uh, the 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 Pittsburgh Penguins sign Brandon Tanev six years, three point five a year. Woof. Woof. This is a yeesh fucking deal, man. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not crazy about it. I love Brandon Tanev, but strong word. This is a team. I I, I love him. He's but, great. He's awesome. But but I love him for under two million a year, for sure, and less than fifteen minutes a night for two years, maybe. Sure, you know this is the same team that has Patrick Hornquist. At 5.3, a glorified fourth liner. You know, you got Brian Russ locked up at 3.5 for another three years. Like, we've we've talked about this before. This team and their inability to develop players in their system to take over these depth spots and pay more stars. And they seem to think that these depth players are stars. Because Jimmy Rutherford, as I've mentioned, has lost his tree. <laughs> Time to put the old boy in a home and uh, get moving on to the next candidate. A couple too many Werthers yeah. lodged in that brain right now, I think. Um, I, I hate it. I, I hate it. I'm happy for Brandon Tanev because he just got $21 million for throwing 300 hits as a Winnipeg Jet last year. But I hate this contract. The Leafs should not have given Chad Kilger a six-year contract, and they didn't. <laughs> Brandon Tanev is not much different. Faster. But so is the league, so who cares? I hate it. Hate it. Um, the Speaking of, fuck, I, I, I don't get the... Uh, Nolachari, three years, $1.67 to the Florida Panthers. Sure. Depth, I guess. It's, Need it. It's, a, it's an expensive guy to fill your ice on morning skates, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's... Getting paid to be like part of the recruiting team for getting people in there, you know. He takes the salary. No, Nolachari, the Panthers gave Nolachari an extra four million dollars in what he should have got to fucking eat 
hot dogs for the next three years. So that sounds like Phil Kessel's kind of retirement it sounds, plan. It sounds like the life. But uh, the Vancouver Canucks sign Oscar Fantenberg one year, eight hundred fifty k. Like, here's what I don't get: all these bad defensemen getting all these good deals, and then fucking Fantenberg's got to fight to get eight hundred fifty k. That's it's not great. Very good shot suppression numbers on him. He's very good defensive defenseman. Weird. Yeah. It's just weird. All these teams trying to adopt analytics, but then at the end of the day, they don't pay attention to them. I don't get it. Gar- oh, phew, yeesh. Woof. <laughs> the Washington Capitals gave Garnet Hathaway a four-year deal worth $1.5 a year. Is he related to uh, Anne? Ross Johnston? Oh. Uh, is he related to Anne Hathaway? That's why I don't like him. Hmm. Right. You like Anne Hathaway? It's yeah, a weird she, one. She gets... She- She's the female Nick Cage. No, no. you think so? No? Well, she's got really no. I think good, but and then bad, but but she makes decent movies at least. Uh, you know, Devil Wears Prada, good stuff. Yeah, The Dark Knight Rises. It's okay. Those are the only two Anne Hathaway movies I've ever seen. Come on, man, Princess Bride. I've seen that. That's fine. No, that's not the right one. What am I thinking of? No, uh, fuck. Let's look it up. Yeah, that's not, not Princess Bride. That's not the right one. Anne Hathaway. Oh, Princess Diary. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, I've never seen that. That's it's a roller coaster. Is it? Yeah. Is it a rom-com or what? Uh, it's like a coming-of-age uh, teen. Oh, it's enough of those. Yeah. Uh, oh, he, she was in Ocean's 8, which I didn't see. Oh, she was the lead, I think. The Intern. I saw that. That was okay. Yeah. The Robert De Niro one. It was kind of bad, actually. Oh, but... right. I thought you meant the internship for a second. It was bad, really but in a good way. Yeah, she's not in the internship. Yeah, uh, she's in Interstellar. Oh, yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. Well, who is she? The uh, daughter? She's, yeah, she's the daughter. Isn't that Jessica Chastain? I don't know who that is. You don't know who Jessica Chastain is? Nah, I don't know names. Not, not good with names. So you know who Anne Hathaway is? Yeah. But two-time Academy-nominated actress Jessica Chastain you're not aware of? I'm sure I'd recognize her, but I just don't recognize the name. I would hope so. Okay. Uh, what else was she in? Don Peyote. That sounds terrible. <laughs> she played the agent of truth in Don Peyote. She was Hollywood actress number one in Don John. Well, she was in Les Miserables. I never saw that. Alice in Wonderland. Did you see that? Uh, I think so. Okay. Was yeah. that good? Uh, don't think so. Bride Wars. That sounds familiar. Oh, Get Smart. Valentine's Day. I never saw... Ooh, I yeah. saw Get Smart. That was a good she one. was good in that. Yeah. See, I, I've only seen her in bad movies. Uh, I'm, I'm a big Devil Wears Prada fan. I don't remember her being in Brokeback Mountain at all. Yeah, I do. Yeah, she's she marries... Um, um, Heath sure. Ledger's character. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So whatever. She's fine. Jonas Donskoy got four years, three point nine million per year from the Colorado Avalanche. Nice. I think it's very good. Yeah, it's good. It's a good fit. Good depth signing. It's a good fit. He's going to look real nice next to uh, N- N- Nazim the Dream. Oh God. Yeah, we got to get there still. Uh, yeah, we haven't even gotten to the trades part of July 1st yet. There's only two. The, the Columbus Blue Jackets signed Ryan Murray, uh, 4.6 a year for two more years. Good? Sure. Yeah. That's good. Need it. Yeah, it's fine. Um, the Winnipeg Jets, one year, one million to Nathan Beaulieu. Yeah, you were a couple, good. couple months late, but you, you, you got the prediction eventually. What do you mean? Didn't you say that, uh, he was going to come to Winnipeg at the deadline? He did. He, he, oh, played, he played like 20 games there last good year. Good for you, man. That's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Uh, Matt Zuccarello. <laughs> <laughs> 5.5 5 
five years, six million a year for the Minnesota Wild. Now this is weird because you don't agree. I think it's I think it's fair value. I think it's fair money. I think it's a fine contract. The weird part is that Matt Zuccarello is like a very good complimentary second line winger. Very good. Um, he might be the best forward on the Minnesota Wild, which is not good. Hey, how dare you? That is the second greatest Mats to ever play in the NHL. It's a Sundin joke. Yeah, I'm just trying to think if there's anyone yeah, else. Mats Naslin was pretty good. So he's the third best. Yeah, that's not cool. Mats. Yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, uh, I don't know. He's, don't pro- know. he's why, probably the best why, forward why, on the Wild. Why would, why would he want to go to Minnesota? I don't get that either, yeah. really. Did he get that close to Eric Stahl the three months they played together? Must have. Great family. Comes up to the cabin every uh, summer. Who can, who can blame him? Yeah. yeah, I don't get it. Like, there's no Norwegians on this team. I would know. Maybe it's the atmosphere. Like, you know, Minnesota's got that Scandinavia thing going on with all those Swedish towns and the Vikings. And... So you, you think he took $30 million to drive up to Grand Marais every weekend? Go to Sven and Ollie's? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? What you, uh, let's see the problem. It's a lovely I, drive. It's nice pizza. He's got a lot of money. It's just like... Maybe he's like Sven's nephew. Maybe every team just ran out of cap room and it, like this is the only offer he got. Oh, we all forgot about Zooks. Rangers have cap room. We could have brought him back, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep Henrik from crying. Colorado has cap room. Do they? Sign Zuccarello. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. They have to still sign Rantman, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's... Uh, it's. I would like to say it's a fine fit. I mean, it's not a good fit. It's, it's a, a fine good deal. It's a good contract. Yeah. But what the hell do they need Zuccarello for? And what the hell does Zuccarello need the Wild for? Maybe he just. Maybe he just like. Just heard the lizard comment. You know, you're like a lizard with your stick, and then he was like, sure, throwing a loop and didn't know what to do, and like, yeah. It was like uh, Stockholm Syndrome. He was in a room with Fenton, and he's just like, you know, I'm starting to like this guy. Oslo Syndrome. <laughs> uh, the San Jose Sharks re-signed restricted free agent Timo Meyer to a four-year deal at $6 million per. Nice. Love it. Good. Love it. That's fair. That's that's good value for yeah, the Sharks, honestly. Yeah. Uh, this is a sneaky good deal, I think. Uh, the Chicago Blackhawks, three years at $1 million a year for Ryan Carpenter. Carpenter, not a lot of skill. Really good uh, defensive and forechecker. Like, really good. Uh, he drives the play. He's a positive. Like, the play tends to go up the ice when he's on the ice. The only Carpenter I need in my life is Jesus. Yeah. The Buffalo Sabres signed goaltender Andrew Hammond one year. Holy fuck, Lazar and Hammond are <laughs> fucking reunited. <laughs> Every McDonald's in Buffalo is ecstatic. The Buffalo Sabres spent $1.4 million on a photo op. That's mint. That's pretty <laughs> that's cool. That's pretty, pretty cool. Good for them. Actually, I love that now. Now that I think about it, that's mint. Maybe Buffalo's going to go on a run this year. Why not? Just recreate the magic. The Hamburglar wins 32 games this year. Curtis Lazar gets 20 points. Fuck he, yeah. He can make the juniors this year. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He probably couldn't even. Uh, the San Jose Sharks one year nine hundred and sixty k to Tim Heed. I can't believe this. Like what? What is this defensive market? Tim Heed gets nothing. Oscar Fantenberg gets nothing. Patrick Nemeth got six million dollars. 
He knows how to talk to people. He knows he's got the right agents. Like, that's, that's the problem. A team that wanted Tyler Myers could have signed Tim Heed for twenty nine less million dollars than Tyler Myers, and gotten out. probably more points out of him than Tyler Myers. Yeah. Yeah. Valtteri Filppula. See, see that mistake. According to TSN. The Red Wings signed Valtteri Filppula for two years, a total of $3 million, yet his cap hit is $6 million. Cool. Sneaky. That's That benefits nobody. <laughs> that benefits neither the team nor the player. Um, yeah. yeah. I must have liked Detroit when he was there, I yeah. guess. So, yeah, I, sure. I, I think he's bad, Yeah. but whatever. Sure. So is Detroit, so it's they, kind of a match made in heaven. They were under their Swedish uh, quota... So they had to... Is he Swedish? Yeah. I thought he was Finnish. Maybe he is. I think he's Finnish. Yeah, he's probably Finnish. Um, the Columbus Blue Jackets signed Gustav Nyquist. Four years, $5.5 million. I'm going to let you make your jokes, and then I'm going to say my piece. I had piece. to pay somebody. I mean, everybody else left. There it so. is. I, I, I like it a lot. I think I honestly thought Nyquist was well above that that salary number. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I expected him to get closer to seven million. It's a good deal. Um, it's kind of weird that he went to Columbus. Everyone else is leaving. Who are you going to play with? You know what the, the the deal honestly reminds me of in terms of the fit, the money. This is like I said a few weeks ago on the podcast. It's like a Christian Huselius type signing. This is like a why does he want to go there? And then he gets there, and then it's a, it was like a perfect fit. Okay. I think Nyquist is going to be really, really good for Columbus. I like this signing a lot. Well, I'm happy. Yeah. Good. I think it's good. That's great. I think it's good. Uh, I don't think this is good. The uh, Washington Capitals signed forward Richard Ponick four years, two, uh, $2.75 million. Hey, man, we're hitting the panic button again in the last episode. That's pretty cool. The Boston Bruins signed goaltender Maxime Legacy, one year, seven hundred k. Sure. Nice. Manuel Legacy's back. Yeah. The Minnesota Wilds signed Luke Johnson, two years, 700K. Sure. Is that an actor? Uh, I, had, I had to look it up, because John, Minnesota Wild fan, didn't know who it was. Played for Chicago before. Yeah, sure. Apparently. The Edmonton Oilers re-signed Alex Chason, two uh, years, $2.15 million a year. Because why? of course. Why? Yeah. Because of course. Because why not? Because you're Edmonton. Progress. No, sure. That's... Yeah. No, that's good. That team, that team yeah, interesting. Um, here's a happy one. I like this one. Tampa Bay Lightning signed goaltender Curtis McElhaney. Two years, $1.3 million a year. Two years, that's mint. The biggest, put. the biggest payday of Curtis McElhaney's career. There you go. That's Deserves cool. it. Yeah. Deserves every bit of it. And I am beyond annoyed that he went to our biggest interdivision competition. He's going to steal some games. Yeah. Against us. Yeah. They're going to start him every time against the Leafs. And he is going to get five fucking shutouts. Nice. It's going to be great. Nice. That's I'm going to hate him by the end of the year. But good for him. I love Curtis McElhinney. I love him. So anytime he gets money or recognition or anything, I'm in. I love that guy. He is fantastic. So uh, the Florida Panthers signed Brett Connolly four years, $3.25 million a year. I like the deal for Florida. I don't understand why Washington would rather have Richard Ponick at nearly the same cap hit. But sure. I thought Brett Conley was playing in Europe. Okay. I, 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 I like it. It's good depth signing for Florida. Um, yeah. Whatever. 
The Philadelphia Flyers signed Andy Andreoff to a two-year, 700K per year deal. Andy, Andy. Good depth signing. Uh, Jesus Christ. Flyers got a little depth heavy here. The Philadelphia Flyers signed Curtis Gabriel one year, 700K, and Nate Prosser two years, 700K. Uh, Nate Prosser's terrible, but it's league minimum, so whatever. And I don't know who Curtis Gabriel is. Son of uh, Peter. Pete Ga- yeah. Pete, Pete Gabriel. Sledgehammer. Dun, dun, yeah. Nate Prosser. Uh, the Minnesota Wild signed Gabriel Dumas two years, 700K. Sure. The Buffalo Sabres signed John Sebastian DEA to a two-year 700K deal. Ah, man, they got the whole drug enforcement. Drug agency. enforcement, That's yeah. Hank Hank Schrader, the DAA. Watch out, Walter White. <laughs> Open out hiding in Buffalo. What's the Hamburglar? That's what. That's what the movie's about. He's he works in Buffalo now. The DEA he works at a burger joint, uh, and maybe maybe that's what happens in the Breaking Bad movie is uh, Sebastian DEA. And Curtis Lazar and Andrew Hammond all go out for burgers one day, right? And so they go into Burger King and they see Walter White's working. And then they look over and on the cork board there's like a wanted poster for Walter White. And then they look and they're like, that looks a lot like the guy on the poster. Whoa! And then it's like this crazy hijinks to try to catch him and bust the bust the case like it's Scooby-Doo. Vince yeah. Gilligan maybe lost his way with this movie or something. I'm not seeing that film. <laughs> it's, it's, instead, of, instead of Vince Gilligan, it's made by, like, the Farrelly Brothers or something. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. The Colorado Avalanche, one year, $2.6 million to Colin Wilson. Don't don't love it, but whatever. Yeah. The Vegas Golden Knights, two years, seven hundred k to Patrick Brown. Not I don't a real know. person. I don't know who that not is. Not a real person. The... They don't have any more money left. What are they doing handing out contracts? Colorado Avalanche, two years, $1.8 million per year to Pierre-Edward Belmar. Don't, oh, we oui, we oui. Don't love it at all. Yeah. Right. I, I don't think he's very good, but that's just me. Philadelphia Flyers, one year, seven hundred k J.F. Verube. Barube. Sharube. I'm in shatters. The Flyers are in shatters. I, I will give you that. I, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's fine. The Montreal Canadiens, one year, seven hundred k. Riley Barber, love it. It's an expensive haircut. I love the signing though. Uh, the like a year ago best prospect in the Washington Capitals organization is now like on a low, like a no risk deal for Montreal. Never heard of him. Love it. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Schwartz, one year, eight hundred k to Ottawa. Congrats on the extra hundred k, bro. Yeah. Thomas Nosek, one year, one million for Vegas. That's good. He, they don't have any money. It's like, not gonna clear. That check will bounce. Like, and the next one too. What, what, oh God. Ten, Tanev. Take away the checkbook. Tanev got twenty-one million dollars, mm. and Nosek got one. Yeah. And really, not that much different. Nosek just hits less. Like hits Vegas. don't win you games, necessarily. Uh, Brandon Peary, two years, seven hundred and seventy-five k per year to Vegas. It's fine. He scores a hat-trick every time he gets called up, but he only plays four games a year. So, hmm. uh, The New Jersey Devils, Wayne Simmons, one year, $5 million. Nice. Nice. Low risk, one-year deal. I like that it's a one-year deal. I, I figured he was getting like seven years, six million a year kind of thing. That would be, that would be bad. This is good. Not bad. Good for them. Jack I, I didn't think he was getting a contract, so we differ very hardly on that one. 
yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I, he, he was very bad for Nashville. So I thought, he, I don't see how he got $5 million a year. But that's what happens. You score 30 goals a couple times and everyone just thinks you're going to do it forever. I don't know. I, I don't, I, I hope he rebounds because I like Wayne Simmons, but he's been bad for a few years now. So mm. I don't know. The Leafs, one year, 700K, Kevin Gravel. It's a lot of gravel. A lot of gravel. The St. Louis Blues, two years, 700K, Nathan Walker. Hello. Down under. Hello, mate. Uh, Alligators and dingo babies. Yeah. The Edmonton Oilers, Jujar Kara, two years, 1.2 a year. See, that's fine. That's good. Yeah, I guess so. The Edmonton Oilers, one year, 750K, Thomas Yurko. It's fine. Good. The Philadelphia Flyers, two years, 700K, Tyler Wotherspoon. Sure. The Philadelphia Flyers, Andy Walensky, 100 and 750K. Sure. What, what did I say there? One year. 100, one, 175. One, one year, 750K, just to be clear there. Uh, the St. Louis Blues, one year, 850K to Sammy Blake. Plus. That is That is a good depth signing. It's a, it's a one year thing. You know, I love it. There you go. Is he UFA? How old is he? I thought Sammy Blay was like 21. Sam, but... Isn't he? I thought he was. Let's look that up. I gotta be... What is it? How is he a UFA then? They just didn't give him a uh, qualifying offer, eh? They just risked it. 23. No, I guess he could have been a UFA, depending. Nashville Predators. One year 700K to Daniel Carr, the MVP of the American Hockey League That's last year. Good for year. him. It's fantastic. Pretty cool. I'm sure that'll transition real well. The Detroit Red Wings, 700K, two years to Calvin Pickard. That's yeah, probably better than Jonathan Bernier, so. For sure. The Philadelphia Flyers, 700K, one year to Kyle Crispy Colo. Coco Crisp. <laughs> the Philadelphia Flyers, two years, 700K to former Colorado Avalanche prospect Chris Bigra. He sounded kind of like a, like a, a auctioneer. Toronto Maple Leafs, one year, 700K to Nick Shore. Nick Shore. Anybody Nick Shore? Anybody like Nick Shore? Nick Shore. Going once, going twice. Anybody like Nick Shore? It's fine. Uh, The Washington Capitals, two years, 700K to Philip Maillet. Philip Maillet. Philip (laughs) Maillet. Philip Maillet. Philip Maillet. Anybody going once, going twice. Philip Maillet. Philip Maillet. Philip Maillet. One, two, three. Going once, twice, three. Philip Maillet. Sold to the Washington Capitals. The Washington Capitals, anybody got Brandon, got Brandon Leipzig, Brandon Leipzig, one year, 700k, Leipzig, 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 <laughs> Lipstick. <laughs> Go once, going twice, Soul, Washington Capitals, the Arizona Coyotes, Andy Mele, they have had this guy in the organization for 30 seasons now. He is 55 years old, he's been there since they were the Winnipeg Jets, I'm pretty sure. Nice. <laughs> Andy Mele, a two-year deal at 700k a year. He is like I. I'm looking it up. I swear to God, this guy's like 31. What What is the deal? What's the deal? Two years. Andy Maley. 31. He's 31 years old. What are we doing here? Um, captain of the minor team. I don't know. I guess. Uh, here's a deal I finally like. One year, 700k. Bo Bennett, Arizona Coyotes. Sure. Cool. Phil Kessel. He's bringing his buddies along. <laughs> I love it. Uh, the Coyotes made one more 700k uh, signing two years. Aaron Ness. Aaron Ness. Ness. You don't lose that Aaron Ness, that Carl Ness. <laughs> You've got that Carl Ness. <laughs> Seven different kinds of smoke. <laughs> I'm watching New Me and Dupree tonight for sure. 
I got a I got a summer off here. I got tons of time. Uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins, David Warsawski, Darren Aronofsky, <laughs> <laughs> two years, seven hundred K per year. The uh, didn't didn't this guy sign in Toronto? Andrew Agus no, that's Agostino. This Andrew Agazzino. Andrew Agazzino, two years, seven hundred K Pittsburgh. Now the sandwiches Agazzinos are not quite up to. It's not an Agu- it's, it's not it's, an Agostino you know, sandwich. Yeah, it's just not. It's missing something. Agazzino. You know? Yeah. The so, the good old Agazzinos. Don't go to Agazzinos. No. Go to Agostinos. Yeah. It's kind of nice to see Jimmy Rutherford not spending four million dollars on a player I've never heard of though. Uh, the Boston Bruins did a few things here. Seven, uh, How two, dare you? I was going to say seven How years. How dare you, Par? Two years, 850k per year to Par Lindholm, my sweet, sweet Par. Par for the course. Uh, the Boston Bruins signed Brett Ritchie one year, one million. I like it. It's a good, you know, that's actually a really good fit, I think. Brett Ritchie's sort of, you know, toes the line. The Bruins toes. are dirty. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, hey, they are. Yeah, give me that. Brendan Gauntz, one year, 700k. Brendan Boston Gaunt's, Bruins. Gauntz, gone. Get up, Paul. The New York Islanders, seven years, seven million a year to hey. Andersley. Hats off to Lou Lamarello. This guy knows how to keep a captain in the organization. That's fantastic. There it is. There it is. Uh, I don't. I don't like that deal. No, it's awful. Not yeah. good. It's not great, Bob. Yeah, he scores a lot. Not a lot of foot speed. If Andrew Ladd couldn't make it seven years past his UFA season, I wouldn't get too excited about Anders Lee. But they have the same initials, so who knows. Uh, Same team, too. Joachim Ryan, one year 750K to the uh, LA Kings. Now, was that a trade? We did not cover it. I think think he, he got restricted free agent signed. And, like, essentially offer-sheeted, but there's no compensation for a salary that low. Because he was property of the Sharks when I went to Kenora a week and a half ago. That's kind of cool. An offer-sheet with no compensation. See? And people say we don't have offer-sheets. Uh, Robin Leonard, one year, $5 million a year to the Chicago Blackhawks, James. Uh, I don't know why he'd go, but it's good, Thought he'd get a lot more. Kind of figured... You know, yeah. really not a great market for goalies. I, I guess. really get how the Islanders would rather have Semyon Barlamov for four years than Robin Leonard, the guy that just got nominated for the Vezina Trophy. True, doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I don't know. Carolina, I guess, doesn't want to spend money on goalies, but like, you know, is Columbus really that fucking pumped about their uh, Elvis Merzlikens Jonas Corposalo duo that they couldn't offer Robin Leonard some cashola? You telling me that Brian Elliott's that much better than fucking Robin Leonard? You'd rather have him over Robin Leonard, Philadelphia? Hey, you know what? Robin Leonard's gonna want to have to want to go to Philadelphia. True. So true. Would have been meant if uh, the Blues just turned around and said, "See you later, Benny," and signed Leonard. I would slow your roll a little bit, but yeah, well, a lot of fits. I'm just saying. Yeah. There's right. a lot of opportunities here. I would have been knocking, knocking on the old Vesna Trophy guy. He's a private guy, you know. Maybe he doesn't want to talk to you. Sure. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Semyon Varlama, four years, $20 million, New York Islanders. Why? Weird. Awkward. Foreign. <laughs> okay. Speaking of foreign goaltenders, the Carolina Hurricanes re-signed Peter Mrazek two years, 3.125. Love it. Yeah, it's all right. Guy's a beauty. It's okay. 
I love me some Mrazek. I there are few guys other than maybe Alexander Ovechkin that has more fun playing hockey than Peter Mrazek. That I'll guy just that. loves playing hockey, man. I love it. It's cool. Uh, I think it's I think it's a fine fit because he did fine there last right. year. Yeah. It's not an overly you know they're not reaching for the stars with this deal. I think it's a very very good deal for both sides. Yeah, I think it's short enough. If it doesn't work out, you're not on yeah, the hook. I don't think Mrazek gets more than that elsewhere. Probably not. So, hey James, hey. that is it for the signings on July first. That's great. That was July first. What an hour that was wow. going through all that. Yeah. Uh, but there were some trades. The Ottawa Senators acquired defenseman Nikita Zaitsev, forward Connor Brown, and forward Michael Carcone from the Toronto Maple Leafs. Four defensemen, Ben Harper, forward Aaron Luckchuk, uh, third round pick, and some for some reason it says nothing about uh, Cody Cece, but he was also in that deal. He's not listed there though, but he That's weird. can confirm he was part of the trade, so. Yeah, uh, don't have to tell me twice. I, I know that Cody Cece is mm-hmm. now on the Leafs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It's everybody loses this trade. Everybody wins and everybody loses. Yeah. If if Cece doesn't hurry up and take an offer soon, can the Leafs just spend all their money and then not, not have to sign them? Or I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. If I had the one third round pick, would be nice. If I could have one Christmas wish this season. Be for all of the children of the world to join hands and sing in harmony and peace. If I could have two wishes this holiday season, the first would be the kids singing for all harmony and peace. And the second would be for Cody Cece to be fired into the sun by a cannon. Uh, it might be difficult with all those kids. Uh, big, big oceans. Big oceans. I uh, don't care for Cody Cece. I've been talking about it a lot in my personal life the past few days. I think he is very, very bad. Uh, I don't think, based on the eye test, based on analytics, I don't think he's a National Hockey League defenseman. Like, I I don't think he's good enough to be in the league at all. I think Zaitsev is, but just not maybe on the contract he's on. So I like that we got rid of the contract. I'm a little concerned that maybe there are people in the Leafs organization that think Cody Cece is better than he is. If Cody Cece plays, I don't know, 12 minutes a night next year, we might be okay. Might be. But I I don't love those 12 minutes. He's top four, according to Mike Babcock. Good stuff. Whether or not that's because Dermot's hurt and that changes when Dermot comes back, we'll have to see. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Not, Not ideal. No. Um, But no contract yet, so we'll have to wait and see how this plays out. the, The good news is, with the deal... And I think this is kind of the point, is that in three years from now, we ideally shouldn't be talking about any remnants of this trade. Like, maybe that third round pick we do something with. But, like, Ben Harper should be gone, Cody Cece should be gone, maybe this Aaron Luca Chuck is good. But... I doubt it. Ideally, the Senators just have all these things we gave them to take Nikita Zaitsev, and we just have none of it. And I just don't want to, I don't want this to affect us in a few years. If the worst thing that happens from this deal is that, like, Michael Carcone scores 30 goals in the National Hockey League, I'm still fine with it. Sure. Connor Brown gets 20 next year. I'm in. I like Connor Brown. Brown cow. Good leaf. Liked him a lot. But, you know, time to move on. So, I like it. Whatever. 
but I hate Cody Cece. Uh, the Buffalo Sabres acquire forward Jimmy VC from the New York Rangers for a third round pick in 2021. Sure. Sabres are going for that college championship. Yeah, you... <laughs> yeah, so Andrew Hammond, Curtis Lazar, and Jimmy VC walk into a bar. Yeah. And the uh, DEA agent is at the bar. Uh, the Colorado Avalanche. Here's the big one. The big one. Colorado Avalanche acquire forward Nazem Kadri, defenseman Callie Rosen, and a third-round pick in 2020 from the Toronto Maple Leafs for defenseman Tyson Berry, forward Alexander Kerfoot, and a sixth-round pick in 2020. The Berry contract is retained at half. Oh, yes. And I love it. Love it. Love it. I miss me. <sighs> love. Sweet boy. Listen. Let's take a let's take a minute here to talk about Nazem Kadri before we get into the trade. Nazem Kadri obviously is going to get a bad reputation on the way he went out because some people are going to look at this and say the Leafs had enough of the disciplinary stuff and I don't I just simply don't buy that. He's had a couple suspensions where it was clearly he deserved it. The last one was stupid. I commend him for what he was trying to do, but he didn't do it properly. Uh, the one last year in the playoffs was stupid. But he didn't necessarily cost the Leafs a series. They just happen to not win without him. But he's not your star player. You should be able to win without him. Um, most of the other things he's done, uh, I, he's gotten a few suspensions I didn't agree with. Um, but regardless, he has a prior history as the con to Nazem Kadri. Pro, uh, he's a class act in terms of a teammate. Um, he represented... His his cultural background, like, perfectly well in Toronto. Uh, he dealt with a lot of shit, put up with a lot of people harping on him for years, a lot of bad coaches that didn't believe in him. And honestly, we and you and I talked about this, not on the podcast a few days ago, if not for Mike Babcock, I don't know if Nazem Kadri was going to last that long in Toronto. I don't know if he's a guy scoring 30 goals in National Hockey League today. I don't know if he's making the money he's making in the National Hockey League these days. Yeah. Mike Babcock, say what you will about him, turn Nazem Kadri into a legitimate shutdown center that is capable of scoring 30 goals in a season. Not easy. That's And that combination is rare. Mm-hmm. At his worst, he's a second-line center, and the Leafs were playing him in a third-line role. To me, I'm I'm happy for Nazem because I think this is an awesome opportunity for him. I think this is a, you know, we you and I talked about this today. It's not like he's getting traded to a, a bottomless pit of a team where he's got to kind of work to to help them rise up now, and he's got to basically help rebuild a second team. He he's going to a team that is a legitimate threat next year in the West, mm-hmm. and he's going to play major minutes and play a major role doing so. No player has drawn more penalties over the last seven years as Nazem Kadri. Um, and very few guys have played the minutes that he has and scored 30 goals. To me, he's a very rare talent, and I'm I'm very thankful that he played in Toronto, and I, I, I can't thank him enough for what he's done. I wish I wish there was a way to get these other players without trading Nazem Kadri, but there really wasn't. No. And this was the only way they were going to do this, and the Leafs had to make this trade. The Leafs win this trade by a lot, but... I'm very thankful for the time we had with Nazem Kadri. Yep. I mean, um, on the on the other side of it, you're getting a guy in Kerfoot who's uh, a little younger. 
maybe a little bit more molded towards being a third-line guy, whereas Kadri, I think, was being sheltered and held back to some degree. And uh, he, he had a similar season last year in terms of his production, so um, people might be out there thinking that the Leafs have a hole up in their you know top nine at this point. I, I don't know. It, it'll depend a lot on how Kerfoot adapts to if, if he can play center. If they don't want him to play center, then they got to figure something out because they don't have a lot of center options. But um, I don't know. I, I think it's it's a kind of a wash there. And then you're getting the biggest issue the Leafs had for the last couple of seasons. When's the last time the Leafs had a genuine right-handed defenseman? Like, a, a, a genuine top four right-hand shot defenseman. You go ahead and think about that. I know the answer. Uh, it's been a while. And now they got one. Type. Just the top four right-handed guy? Yeah. I can't think of anyone since Dmitry Yuskevich. Okay. Am I forgetting someone? I I would have I would have allowed Cody Franzen as an answer. Uh, yeah. Briefly. Yeah. Briefly. And that was that was it. Yeah. That was twenty twelve. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Other than and that's debatable. The only the okay the legitimate not debatable one is Dimitri Uskevich. Yeah. He's been gone since two thousand and two. Maybe one. Oh one. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, it's been a while. He, yeah, I mean, like, this is the thing. Is like, there are very few defensemen that move the puck better than Jake Gardner in the NHL. This is one of them. Like, this is legitimately one of the very few guys. Mm-hmm. And the list was so short because it's like, you know, Gardner's gone. Who do you, who can you bring in that's as good or better at, at moving pucks? Carlson. Either of them. You're not getting either of them. Brent Burns, maybe? Maybe not. Well, just shorten that list even. He can carry it. to um, Doughty? You're not free, getting Doughty. Yeah, just limit that list down to free agency, and then... Nobody! Who you can who you can afford, nobody. So the fact that they pulled that off... Tim Heed. And got Colorado to take half the salary is, like, just mind-boggling. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very helpful. Um, they have to re-sign, or have to... Yeah, they have to sign Kerfoot. Which uh, is going to be a bit of a challenge for them. They've got, you know, obviously uh, a big free agent still hanging out there in Mitch Marner. Uh, Kerfoot is unsigned, and CC's technically unsigned. They have about $17.5 million to do that. So it's going to get a little tricky there, because I'd, I'd put Kerfoot in around $4.55 million. But, you know, if Dubas does a real good job, you could probably get him around three and a half, four. But I, I think he's closer to four and a half, five. Um yeah, it's going to be interesting, but to me, love the trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the Avalanche fans out there, you know, y- you still do well in this trade because Barry was getting traded regardless or walking to free agency soon. So, you know, you have a lot of depth at D, albeit none of them are legitimate top-pairing defensemen yet. Some of them are going to get there. You know, you got Gerard, you got Makar, you got Byram now. Uh, Zadorov's not bad. Uh, Johnson's not bad. Uh, now you have Rosen as well on top of Connaughton and there's a few other guys I'm forgetting right now. Uh, you're getting a hard upgrade at center because I, I think there was debate whether or not they had a second-line center. They have a legitimate one now. Uh, one who's going to do a lot of really good things uh, and does a lot of little things well. Um, if you can keep his emotions in check, which 
honestly is not that big of an issue as people outside of Leafs Nation think it is. He really doesn't take a lot of stupid penalties. Mm -hmm. It's just when he does, they're quite magnifyingly stupid. Um, But that happens maybe once a year. If you can kind of restrict that, even better. Uh, Callie Rosen has got a future in the National Hockey League, I believe, but it's just a matter of at what capacity. Uh, At his worst, he's probably a sixth defenseman right now. Uh, Probably shouldn't have been on the Marlies last year, but that was just kind of how the Leafs shook out, and that's kind of what they had to do. Um, I don't think the Avalanche lose this trade, although I think the Leafs win it. I don't think the Avalanche are losers here at all. I think the Avalanche might arguably have also won the trade. It addressed both teams' needs yeah. in, in the right way, I think. Yeah, so. I think the Leafs fill their needs a little better here. But I think the Avalanche did a very good job at asset management because yeah. they could have lost Barry for nothing eventually and or traded him for next to, like, you know what I mean, for stuff that ended up being inconsequential for two prospects and a pick mm-hmm. or something that turned into nothing. Now you have legitimate assets that you can turn around and do something with. I like it. Yeah. For both teams, I think it's a good fit. There's your July 1st. Uh, July 2nd, you'll be happy to know, had just as many signings as the first. No. Uh, Four signings. Blake Pietel, a one-year 700K to to the Ducks. I almost didn't even say the team. The Ducks also got Andrew Poderall, one-year 700K. Uh, The Winnipeg Jets, love it. One-year 700K. Mark Letestu, like that one. And the San Jose Sharks, Dalton Prout, one-year 800K, whatever defensive depth, a guy that's kind of close to a National Hockey League defenseman. Uh, Any trades yesterday? Nothing? No, we're good. And then your final signing of the summer and the final transaction to talk about on Laced Up a Hockey Podcast first season. The Montreal Canadiens signed Philip Verone, one-year... 700k now just my quick 20 minutes on Verona here um this all goes back to uh, De- uh University of Denver uh, so uh, that's your summer fuck uh, that's I we earned that summer off I'll, sure I'll tell you that sure I do have a fan question I wanted to get to we'll get to one not two there was two we'll get to one um and it comes you know we don't have a lot of fans we could just do both and not piss one fan off nah who cares uh, what do we got here? Where is it? We got, uh, uh, it comes from Daniel at Danny Roberts on Twitter. Can the Jets sign someone decent and why not? <laughs> not very optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> didn't, uh, didn't get the job done yet. Don't see it happening anytime soon. So. No. Um, yeah, it, it's going to be tough. The, the problem for the Winnipeg Jets is they have 22.9, we'll say, a uh, million dollars in cap space as it stands. Uh, they do have to sign Patrick Laine, they do have to sign Kyle Connor, and they do have to sign Andrew Kopp. Uh, add to that list Neil Pionk. So, it's tough to value the players is the problem. Um, I think the Jets have a legitimate fit in a guy like Jake Gardner, who's still available. I think there is a, a very large fit there. But the cap isn't going to allow you to do so unless you get creative. So, I mean, for argument's sake, you know, let's take a look at that roughly $23 million. You got Patrick Laine is is going to come in somewhere between 7 and a half and probably 9 and a half on a shorter-term deal at this point. Sure. Uh, if it was going to be a longer-term extension, something would have been worked out by now probably, or there'd be rumors of that. Uh, and this is one thing I give Kevin Shevelday off, is he leaves us to completely speculate. 
because the Jets don't leak any information ever. You never know what they're up to. It's like Masai Ujiri and the Raptors. It's like, there's just, how the hell are you supposed to know what this team is doing right now? I assume that the organization is still working things out with Line A, but I think for argument's sake, it's going to come in at around two years, around $8 million a year is where we're talking. Um, Kyle Connor is a tough one. Uh, probably tougher than Line A because I don't really think you want to go the bridge route on Connor so much, um, but you have to find a way to compare him to other free agents to make the deal make sense. And, and to me, what screws you is Jeff Skinner. Because is Kyle Connor better than Jeff Skinner? Of course he is. But should Kyle Connor make $9 million a year? I, I don't personally believe so. But Kyle Connor is looks to be a legitimate routine 30-goal scorer and looks to be a legitimate penalty-killing threat. Those are two very valuable things to a team like the Jets. So I don't know about you. I don't know where Connor even comes in. It's tough. Uh, obviously, they want to keep him. I, I think he's going to be a really solid hockey player if he isn't already. Uh, I think he's still got some more to go uh, in terms of his development. But you're right. It, it's it's tough to evaluate him, especially against the peers that you mentioned and, and, and how everything's going to shake down with the contracts. You know, sometimes the pie just isn't big enough and you know, someone's having ice cream for dessert. So, um. I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see how Shevoldayoff handles it. And... But wouldn't there be more pie to go around if someone is having ice cream for dessert? Because yeah. you fill up on more ice cream, the, 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 and then there's more pie to spread out amongst more people. The point is you want the pie. You don't want the ice cream. You don't want the ice cream, no. But what if the ice cream's like, you know, fucking Rocky Road or something? The ice cream is buffalo. What's your... Nobody wants to go to buffalo. Buffalo. That's a terrible ice cream flavor. <laughs> Buffalo chicken ice cream. <laughs> Ooh boy, I gotta use the bathroom here. Yeah, so I mean, long story short, I don't know. What, what, what do you think Connor comes in at? I don't. We don't need to go term, but I, I think he's probably gonna come in around seven and a half, eight million as well. I was gonna I don't say think, six two five. I don't think he gets much different than uh, than Patrick Laine. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so yeah, I mean, okay, let's meet in the middle there. Let's say seven. So that's fifteen of your. $23 million gone. Uh, you still have to sign Andrew Kopp. That is a tough one. Jimbo? Uh, yeah. I mean, Kopp. Andrew Andrew Kopp was on one of their few lines last year that was steadily driving the play almost every night. And there were a few games in the playoffs they got fucking massacred in terms of possession, things like that. But Tanev, Lowry, Kopp got out there and they just drove the play a lot of the night. I think if you can get him on a bridge deal somewhere between two and a half and three mil for two years maybe, mm-hmm. and then try to convince him then to get his payday. Yeah. But He's a plus four expected goals for when he's on the ice. Uh, his Corsi, I lost it, but it is above 50%. 51% when he was on the ice last year. His career is just over 50, but he was 52 the previous year. Um, so his advanced, stat, his advanced stats are good. And, you know, doesn't hurt. He got 25 points last year. So, right. I don't know. Cop, I think you're looking about two years and maybe about $2 million a year. Uh, maybe a bit over that. So, kind of roughly where James was talking. And then Neil Pionk is just, I don't even really want to get into that one. So, just to kind of summarize, can the Jets sign someone decent? 
they're Not going to have agency. to move someone out. They have to move someone out. And if you want to move out Matthew Perot, he has a no-trade clause. It's modified. Uh, he can submit a list of five teams he doesn't want to be traded to, so he's fairly movable. Um, his advanced stats are good, so if it's an analytics-friendly team, they'll like that. His actual stats are good. Uh you know, a team would like that. He's fast, he's experienced, but he does have injury problems. You can move Perot out if you want. If you want to move out Little, you have to get creative because you don't have a guy to slot into that spot. Um, I mean, Shifley and then your next best centerman is Cop, who's not signed. And you don't want to trade Little before you sign Cop because then Cop can ask for more money. So it gets it gets very complicated. Uh, the only deadweight salary I really see on the Winnipeg Jets is Dmitry Kulikov, who probably the biggest surprise for me this offseason was that he was not bought out. Andre Sekera got bought out, and Dmitry Kulikov's going to finish his contract. But yeah, the answer is no. <laughs> if, he's not, if they're not already on the roster, they're not getting signed no. by the Jets if there's someone decent. No one wants to live in Winnipeg by choice. No. I mean, I, like again, I think there's a fit there with Gardner because it's still somewhat close to home and, you know, he'd get a lot of minutes and Could. Yeah. whatever. But And he's, a, he's, he's one guy who, as we've learned, doesn't seem to crack uh, when, you know, except the going gets tough. Except his back. And game seven of the playoffs, I guess. Yeah. That's, uh, that's it. That's about her. That's it. Okay. So, uh, thank you. Yeah. Everyone. Thank you. For your continued support uh, through the first season. It was kind of uh, an interesting one. A learning it, curve. It was, it was, it was, it was fun. <laughs> well, it was fun. It, what was interesting about it was we were very close to becoming a official podcast of Puck 77. And then the website has since folded. So, it, it was kind of an interesting year because we were sort of molding our... our way to do a certain type of podcast for them uh, and then it's not going to work out but yeah you know it it sucks it is what it is but uh, we had a lot of fun doing it and and just because you know puck 77 has gone it doesn't mean that we're done doing this there's going to be a season two as far as I know yeah we just uh, need new barring any do we I can't say it from Puck seventy seven anymore, so we got a, a new. Oh, picture. we just need a new like handle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so yeah, we'll be back in the fall. Uh, the the plan is, as of right now, like this is the season finale. Uh, but James and I had discussed about doing something over the middle of the summer, uh, maybe one or two little ones. Uh, we talked about ranking the players by position, your top twenty or your top thirty or whatever. That may be more of a fall one. We may wait until September for that one. But we will come at you with something during the summer, some sort of a talk. Uh we're hoping to get a guest on midway through the summer just to talk about a non hockey related issue. But other than that, um it's probably gonna be a see you in early, early September. So uh yeah. Back to school. For you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Have a good summer. Bye. Ciao. Well, about time for me to be hitting the old dusty trail. I like your hat.
Yeah. Whoa! 